It's time for Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio. Mix 96 FM, Total Media, and Jackson County Broadcasting proudly present Jackson Ironman Football. Tonight's broadcast of Ironman Football is brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, Liella Lanes of Wellston, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, Agent R Block of Jackson, A&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchery, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipments, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Jackson Ironman Football is also brought to you by Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Department, Glass Garage, Hoser Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am and KO of Jackson, Red Wolf Dog Kennel, General Mills Totino's, Webb's Heating and Cooley, Angles Garage, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game, Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, and Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Now, with all of the exciting action of football Friday night and Jackson Ironman football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app, here's Dan Dobbins, Dan Morrow, and Pete Wilson. Again, everyone, and welcome to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Marr and the Jackson Ironman are home once again as we begin week number four here on the Hill at Alumni Stadium with the Ironman searching uncharacteristically one and two on this young season, and they need to right the ship tonight with no tall task or much tall task. Well, as Coach Hall would say, it doesn't get any easier, so we just got to get better. Um, it's pretty simple. We've lost two heartbreakers in a row, and I mean heartbreakers. They were tough losses to swallow, tough for the coaches, the head coach especially, the coaching staff, every player on that team. Yeah, we all feel bad as fans out there, but we don't feel as bad as they do. So, you know, people all week long giving me suggestions, this and that and everything, hey, they're working on it. They're working hard. It sounds like we will hear from Coach Hall in a few minutes. Uh, they had a great week of practice. They're ready to bounce back. But, boy, they just happen to have the next game on the schedule. It turns out to be one of the top teams in the whole area. And I am sure hoping that this team from Western Brown goes 9-1 and one this year. And the one being lost right here. I think that would be the best opportunity. Well, they're, they're, they're captain and guided by uh, All-American Drew Novak. He's a three-year starter. Passing galore out the air mat happened to see him twice last year. Once down there, and then they did. Well, we've had the luxury of seeing him four times. That's right, we have seen him, but uh, we've seen him from a freshman on up. He's a very, very special football player. Uh, we got some too, but he is doing things to the record books that haven't been done a lot of times. Probably sometime tonight, he might pass for more yards than Joe Burrows did at Athens. 
He's very close to that. That'll move him to the sixth all-time in the state of Ohio ranking. He can't get up to the top two. The Malk brothers from a couple years back have some crazy numbers going on, but he already has over 10,000 yards. But I don't want to ruin Pete Wilson's pregame stats. I know he's got information that will be precious, so he can talk about Drew because there's so much to talk about that young man. But we got to talk about our airmen bouncing back, getting back at it, get physical again. we got to be able to run the football with more success. Last week we didn't run it as well as we would like to, even though we shut down the run, did a fabulous job shutting down the run, but we still have to be able to run the football, and that just opens up our passing attack. Yeah, try out with multiple opportunities inside the 20 in the red zone, and the Ironman defense was strong and, uh, for most of the game. Until they... Well, Coach will say our defense has allowed us to have two heartbreakers because they played their backside off. Um, really have played and come up strong on there. we got to find a way to score more points. And I think... Tonight they've, they've worked on that, and I'm looking forward to seeing them do that tonight. I have check time for the Jackson Army tonight here as they're home. Week number four against the visitors from Western Brown, the Broncos. We're going to go downstairs and uh, listen to what Coach Hall has to say. For right now, we'll take a pause and we'll hear Coach Andy Hall. Welcome to the Coach Andy Hall pregame show starring Jackson Ironman head football coach Andy Hall and myself, Dan Morrow. This show is sponsored week by week by Hothead Burritos on McCarty Crossing Place. Hothead Burritos, mild to wild. Coach, as an Ironman fan, I don't remember as much heartache as our Ironmen have experienced in the last eight-day window as the Jackson loses to Tri-Valley 14-13. to you know, it was a tough loss. Um, you know, last two weeks, they've been, you know, great games for spectators to watch. You know, both games going right down to the wire. You know, mistakes have really separated, you know, the two teams that we've, you know, that we've played. And, um, you know, it's one of the situations you see in the in the preseason. You knew this schedule was coming and that games like this could happen. Um, you know, there's a reason why we're playing these teams um, is to improve our program and, and to, you know, get us ready for a tough league schedule and then hopefully, you know, run the tournament. But, um, you know, you like to see these games, you know, go a little bit better than they have. But, you know, turnover has been a key for us. You know, we've turned them over nine times in the last two weeks uh, and only get beat by four total points. Uh, says a lot about our potential as a team. But, again, if we don't cut down these mistakes, it could be for a long year. So we've been working on it this past week, and hopefully we can hold on the ball tonight. 0-0 zero, zero at halftime. Nothing really went right except one thing, and our defense really played hard to keep them out of the end zone. As they were knocking on the door, it seemed like a lot. Right, we, we even had a goal line stand on the one-yard line to keep them out of the end zone. So I was really happy with our defensive effort in the first half. I thought we got good pressure on the quarterback. Our secondary played really well. Um, defending their guys in space and and like you said uh, just an inept offensive performance you know we didn't cross the 50 yard line at, you know at the first half and just you know again turnovers and penalties really hurt us in the, in those two for, in the first two quarters and you know we thought come out the second half and we come out a little more energy you know I thought you know Jake Wood had the best game um, by far uh, for any one of our players you know that night you know he had 12 tackles on defense he had Two big kick returns, um, had a couple uh, catches that almost went to the house. I mean, he was all over the place, and he played with bruised ribs most of the second half and really gutted it out. But, uh, you know, we played better at times in the second half, had some scoring opportunities, and our defense gets a touchdown. Eli Berman uh, picks off a pass inside the 20-yard line and scores. Um, Braden, uh, uh, Braden Powell ended up getting a touchdown run uh, off an ISO, uh, ISO play, and, and – 
you know, it came down to, you know, a one-point deal. But, you know, like I told our kids, you know, I know the extra point hurt, but it should never got to that point. You know, I put my arm around, you know, Chance after the game and said, listen, not one kid ever wins or loses the ball game. You know, it should never got to a situation where it came down to a kick. You know, it's the first time since I've been coaching Jackson, we've only scored one offensive touchdown. And uh, we had our opportunities, didn't capitalize, but hopefully, you know, this week of practice was, was pretty tough. Um, you know, I challenged our coaches and to, to, to be better and the kids to be better, and I think we did that, and hopefully we'll, we'll see those results tonight. We've said it before, stats don't lie. Uh, a week ago against Ironton, we outstatted Ironton. We had better stats. We just couldn't quite get the game taken care of. Last Friday night, the stats were about as close as the score was. First downs, 15-15. to 15. Plays, 56-56. to 56. What are the odds of that? Uh, rushing yards, here's where we were ahead of them. We had 29 carries for 124 yards. We held them to 27 carries for 22 yards. That's an amazing stat. They had success through the air. We threw for 181 yards. They threw for 288. 305 total yards for Jackson. Tri-Valley 310 yards. And the only stat that really counts in a game that is that close is turnovers four for Jackson and one for Tri-Valley. You're right. You know, our, Again, our rush defense was amazing to hold those guys under you know, under 30 yards was, you know, pretty remarkable. You know, we gave up some pass plays uh, throughout the game. Of course, they were throwing the ball quite a bit. But, uh, you know, once again, like you said, the key stat uh, what you just read was turnovers. You know, we had – we didn't execute twice in the red zone. Uh, we had four – or three fumbles and an interception. You know, you just can't do that against good teams. And th these are lessons learned that we hope that we, you know, we do learn from. Um, but, again, we're being challenged each and every week, you know, um, these kids, I can't fault their work ethic. I mean, you know, we get in there on Monday morning of Labor Day, and, and we're lifting weights at 8 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, Jason Prater's got those guys in there just grinding it. Uh, we come out and have a two-hour practice when everyone else is probably sleeping in and cooking out. And we're out here on the, on, the, on the game field just getting after it. And, you know, we had a good week of practice. These kids, I can't fault their effort. They work their butts off. They've worked their butts off all year. And that's what's it's hard to see is, you know, not reaping the benefits right now from all that hard work but again that's why we're doing this that you know it will come we got we got to keep keep on you know keep grinding it out and, and stay on the path and again if we can correct some of these mistakes then we can be a really good football team you mentioned jake wood i'm glad you did that he really played his heart out that night another young man you mentioned it is he got the uh, interception for the touchdown but eli broerman you know he's had a couple hard luck fumbles where it just seems like they've just gone against him but my, he's getting now an interception every game so far this season and seems to be making some big plays for us. Well, he's just an intelligent athlete. You know, you, we can play him anywhere, and he's going to make plays. And like you said, the two fumbles he's had were, you know, pretty unfortunate. They're really hard hits and, and just kind of the, the one against Ironton, the, the helmet, the kid's helmet hit right on the ball. Uh, the other one, he gets knocked out of bounds about, about four or five yards. Well, somehow the ball dropped and landed right in bounds. No one even saw it except for the one kid that picked it up. But... You know, again, he understands. He, he came over and said, it's my bad, it's my fault. Um, he, he accepts responsibility. And, again, he's been working on ball security as well as the rest of our guys this week. And, and like I said, those are mistakes that we can learn from and, and can get better from. Uh, but we got to do it tonight. Well, tonight is a big night. And tonight we get to honor our Pee Wee program. And that's such a backbone of this whole football program all the way through. We've, we've set up, you know, where Jackson football is very special at all levels. We're going to have a probably over 120 young people run through the helmet tonight. Can you imagine how excited those young people are? 
Oh, they will be. You know, again, big thanks to Chris Bice, you know, for, for running this thing. And, you know, uh, uh, Troy Adams as well. Those two really head up the, the Wee program. We, like you said, we're going to have actually over 150 kids tonight go through that helmet. And this is the future of our, of our team and of our program. And, you know, I know our high school kids really enjoy it because these little kids look at our high school players as NFL stars. And I told them, I said, you're representing these kids. And these kids have no, they could care less what your record is right now. They're going to be so happy to be on that field watching you warm up and watching you play that this is this is a dream come true for a lot of these kids. So you, know, you got to represent the little ones tonight. We always talk about the alumni and, and the older people that love watching Jackson Ironman football and that we represent them. Well, now tonight we represent the, the youth of our program. And, and tonight those kids will be honoring our coaches. And a, and a big thanks to our coaches. You know, a lot of these guys that coach don't even have kids in the program anymore. And they're still out there on Saturday afternoons uh, with those little ones teaching the fundamentals. And you know, that's the backbone of your program is your, is your youth youth programs and, and how they are, are taught throughout the peewee and the junior high years. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to have some great guys, you know, in those spots that can, you know, really grow these kids and, and get them ready for the high school experience. And, and I agree. You are very fortunate. And Chris Bice, I'm glad you mentioned his name. Man wears too many hats. He does so many things. He's the equipment manager for the football program, plus in charge of the peewee, uh, along with Troy Adams from the Jackson Sideliners, who have backed this from the start. I was there day one when we started this back with the legendary Jim Humphreys. was so proud to be a part of it. But I'd kind of not been around it for a while, but I've got a grandson now playing in it. And I am witnessing on a night-by-night -night basis how many other people volunteer to put many hours in these are volunteer coaches and they put a lot of effort in this and they take it pretty serious down there and it's uh it's one reason why jackson has a lot of football success it is and i'm very thankful for those guys because like you said they're taking time away from their family and uh they go down and coach other people's kids and um you know they do a great job and like i said that's our future and and we're excited about seeing these kids tonight second week in three weeks that we are the game of the week in southeast ohio well, I tell you, I mean, we, when you look at these first five games, we could say that four of the five games will probably be the game of the week. But, uh, you know, Drew Novak comes to town, you know, the leading passer in the nation from last year uh, with yards and touchdowns. Uh, he's, he's creeping up on, on Joe Burrow's all-time record uh, in the state uh, for, I think, fifth place, I think, is where he's at right now. And, um, you know, high-powered offense, they average over 60 points a game. You know, everyone knows last year we had two epic games against them. You know, one up there at their place in week four and, and of course, in the regional semifinals, a tough one at Waverly. And, you know, this is a chance for our kids to kind of redeem themselves. Um, you know, two hard losses, two of our three losses came to them last year. Uh, a lot of those kids are back, so, so is ours, and so this could be a great matchup. Well, Western Brown comes in undefeated, obviously. They are such a high-power team. They knocked us out of the playoffs last year, got beat in the regional finals, had a special season. They got a special young man there at quarterback. I was going back on my notes preparing for tonight's interview, and I looked back a couple years ago, and I wrote down, wow, Jacob Winters and Drew Novak, two freshmen, got on the field tonight in this game. They look like they each have a little potential. Yeah, I mean, you think about, you know, well, three years ago, um, they both played against each other as freshmen. You know, Drew wasn't the starting quarterback. We had knocked out their starter, and he came in in the second half and really showed some promise. Um, you know, of course, Jake was starting at free safety for us and a wide receiver, and, and I think scored, I think, one or two touchdowns in that game uh, receiving. 
But, uh, you know, it's been a long dream for both those kids. You know, they've you know followed each other and been to a lot of the camps together, quarterback camps. And, you know, tonight's a night to showcase your skills. But, again, it's going to be the team that can prote- protect them the most who uh, have a better, you know, better shot of winning this thing. This series now stands at 3-3. Three to three. It's been a very, really a fun series for the fans. Listen to these scores. 2016, we defeat them 52-27. to 27. 2017, we beat them 49 to 20. 2018, we lose in a heartbreaker 42 to 36. In 2019, we defeat them 56 21. And then the two games last year, regular season, heartbreaker down there 33 to 28. And then the playoff loss of 35 to 28. It turns out we have averaged 41 points in those six games. They've averaged 29. So for a football fan, Entertainment Plus. Well, and you better be ready to uh, get your popcorn ready, as as some famous athletes once said. But because um, these games last a long time, you know, when you talk about point score like that, you know, these games can get into the three and four hour range, and um, you know, it, it's exciting for the fans. You know, a lot a lot of passing yards, a lot of touchdowns have been scored in this rivalry, and um, you know, a lot of good athletes playing out there. So you know, tonight's going to be no exception. Um, you know, our goal is, you know, this, this team's average 60 points a game. You know, we're going to try to keep these guys under, well under that. But, um, you know, ball control will be key for us early. You know, offensively be able to sustain long drives and not necessarily hold the ball, but just sustain long drives. You can't turn the ball over against a team like this. You know, they very rarely ever punt. Uh, so every possession is key. Um, you know, we get in the red zone, we have to score. And then defensively, you know, we're going to give up some plays. I mean, th- this kid's that good that we're not going to shut him out. But when we get them in the red zone, you know, that 20-yard line and in, and when the field is condensed, we got we got to stop them from making big plays. You know, our defense in the last, you know, the well, the, the first three games, we probably had more goal line stands this year than we've had in the last three or four years combined. Um including Logan, and we had three goal line stands against them. So, you know, defensively, we may have to run in that situation again. Um, but, you know, tackling in space and being able to eliminate the big plays would be key. Well, we talk about how strong our schedule is. How many times you've, you've been here now in your 14th season, you do not very often get to coach the Division three, the division you're within, player of the year, and he's coming back. That means he did it as a junior. That's what Drew Novak has done. So pretty much a marked man. Oh, he is. And, again, it's exciting. We talked about this in the summertime, but all the you know, Division One athletes, Division One prospects that we have in our roster of teams we play against. Um, and this is the type of thing where you measure yourself against the very best. And these are stories you can tell your kids and grandkids down the road that, hey, I played against this kid when I was in high school. And, and so, you know, it's an epic battle. It's a great it's – it's been a pretty good rivalry now between the two schools. Um, even though they're close to Cincinnati, it's an easy drive. And we just uh, renewed for, I think, another four years. Um, so this, this, this game's going to be played for, for a lot longer. But, um, you know, again, we, we, have to, we have to play our best. Uh, we have to keep the turnovers down. And, and we're looking for a very exciting contest. They've played three times this year. They won the opener 55-0 to against Hillsborough. They beat Courthouse, and that's a pretty doggone good Courthouse team this year, 54-40. to And then they played Monroe, who they have had a couple dogfights with, but win 65-51. to That means they're averaging 58 points a game and only giving up 30. Uh, shootout is going to be expected, but uh, I don't think they can 
I don't think they can keep that 58 points up. Well, if they do, I know that that we don't have much of a chance. You know, we have to keep this thing like we've done the last few years in the 30s. And I know as, as an old defensive coach, that pains me to say that. But um, you, know, you figure if you hold this team to three touchdowns, you'll win the ball game. Um, you know, again, if we can get some turnovers, which we did last year in the playoff game. Uh, if we can execute off those and, and, and put points on the board there, you know, I think the key is, is that you have to get up on these guys early. If you can get up a touchdown or two and make them play from behind, you can make them make mistakes. But if they get ahead of you and get ahead of the chains, it's a long night. So, you know, that would be a key for us too. Game plans offensively, you got to try to score a lot of points. No question on that. Well, we do. And then again, like you said, try to you know hold the ball a little bit longer on the 25-second clock and, and, and limit their possessions. But again, key is going to be, you know, can't have big penalties to, you know, bring back big plays. And then, of course, turnovers. Got to hold on the stinking ball. Uh, that's going to be the number one thing. And then I said defensively, we have to, you know, we're going to change our coverages up, bring pressure from different areas, uh, try to confuse him as much as we can, but then not give up the big play. Defense, I was saying, is a game plan. We got to force turnovers, but more so, probably tonight, you got to tackle on the open field well. Yeah, we do. You know, again, they're going to complete, you know, footballs. You're not going to shut these guys out. These receivers are way too good. They find ways to get open, and he's going to give them the football. Once that ball is called, they have to go down, and we can't have a bunch of yards after after catch and um, like we did last year. And um, so, again, those things all worked on this week in practice. Had a great week of practice. Thought my, you know, my coaches were really dialed in and. Uh, the kids were too, and, and now we're going to see, see, see what happens. Entry-wise, I know Cade's been banged up just a little bit. Jake Woods, as you mentioned, in the second half last week. Or how are we standing as far as that goes? You know, so far, not too bad. Like I said, uh, Cade, or, uh, Cade Wolford, his ankle's still bothering him a little bit. He's not 100%, but he's going to give it a go. Jake Wood, we thought, had broken ribs. He just bruised, so he'll put a flak jacket on tonight, and he'll play. Um, Braden Powell, you know, he ended up breaking that bone in his his hand and played the whole whole about three quarters with that. He'll be in a cast tonight. But he'll be in a, he'll be able to play. He'll be limited in some of the things he can do. But I mean, he's such a tough kid. He'll play through it. So, you know, nothing horrible, but you know, things that kids are going to fight through. Coach, going to wish you best of luck. Huge crowd going to be on hand tonight at Alumni Stadium. Honor those little guys that are going to come through the helmet, and let's have a fun night of football. Well, I, I hope so. I think, we, like I said, we've had a great week. I feel really good about this. I'm excited about seeing these little ones tonight uh, come out of that helmet. They just get so excited. And, and again, um, you know, this is, this is why we play the games. This is very exciting for all of us, and, and we be happy to get a win tonight. Stay tuned for more pregame activities with the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins, and the best stat man this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Pete Wilson. Good crowd here on hand as we expected tonight here at Alumni Stadium. Beautiful night for football. The weather has been nothing more than cooperative for this big game. When we saw this schedule to start the year, we kind of circled two weeks, and that was the Ironton game we had a couple weeks ago, and this game with Western Brown, such a high-profile team. They went all the way to the regional championship game last year in their playoffs, and they were the team that knocked the Jackson Ironman out. Two close losses against this team last year, but Pete Wilson, can we catch up a little bit on this team? We need a bounce-back win, and it is a very high-profile game, and the crowd is showing it. Right, well, Western Brown, of course, anybody who pays any attention at all to high school football in Southern Ohio knows that Western Brown, fortunately for them, 
has uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the state, maybe beyond the state, uh, behind the center. Uh, Drew Novak is in his fourth year. He's a senior. He started uh, early in his freshman year, and he has put up numbers that just stagger the mind. Last year as a junior, 5,269 passing yards. Remember, a quarterback that gets 2,000 is considered pretty good. He more than doubled that. Uh, in his, uh, he, he hit 344 completions in 512 attempts, 56 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. So you say he just sits back there and throws? No. He ran for over 1,200 yards last year and 21 touchdowns. So uh, count him up. He accounted for 77 touchdowns himself in the in his junior season. He has put on weight, a little bigger, six foot six, 210 pounds. Definitely a Division One prospect. He certainly had looks. Has not committed anywhere yet. Understand he has an offer from Stetson in Florida. He has uh, visited. Who is Division One? Right, right. Division One. He has had uh, good looks already from Illinois, Iowa State, and in the state of Ohio, Miami, and Toledo. You have a. Yeah, you know he's going to go Division One, and Dan. Some of the experts around here, uh, you know, uh, maybe we're not, uh, maybe we're not uh, at the college level, but it's hard to understand why he hasn't got more interest because he has done everything that a quarterback can do. We have seen him beat us three times in very close games. He just doesn't make very many mistakes. He's a smart player. He has good touch, has a strong arm, and also can run the ball. He makes everybody around him better. So far this year, Dan, he's on pace to do uh, to have another outstanding season. Uh, he has uh, he has completed he has completed 59 passes and 88 attempts, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. He has already broken the 1,000 yard mark at 1,069 yards. He's also run for several touchdowns as well. And uh, Western Brown so far this year, averaging nearly a staggering 60 points a game, uh, with a record of three and zero. They defeated FAC. Uh, member Hillsborough 55 to nothing outscored a very talented Washington Cornhouse team 54 to 40 and then in a shootout of all shootouts defeated Monroe 65 to 52 so Dan uh, there's no doubt about it uh, you know that he's going to score points and you better do everything you can to stay with him and not make mistakes on the offensive side and hope some good things happen on the defensive side whether they're turnovers takeaways or mistakes because they're not going to make very many and they're very explosive well, Jackson has just bust through the paper. The crowd is getting settled. The uh, return team is taking the field. Voice of the Ironman, Mr. Dan Dobbins, did you get? That was a lot of information he gave you in about a four-minute window. And we are ready for football. We are ready for football. West, Western Brown comes out in the all-white. And I'll tell you, number two for them, that's the Drew Novak that Pete just gave you some mind-boggling stats about. He stands at 6'6", and he stands out in the crowd. Um, we saw him standing against Jacob Winters, who's really as big as we got. And uh, he's quite a bit taller than Jacob, but you know, Jacob quite a bit stronger. We brag about Drew Novak. We got an awful special one under center also ourselves. We're the proud best of we've ever seen. Yep. So this is going to be fun. Yes. We've been looking forward to it. How about it now, Mr. Dobbins? Camden Cunningham will kick off for the Broncos. The Ironman won the toss, and typically they will defer if they win. Tonight they want the ball first. No question about it. Coach Hall said in the pregame show, we can't give away any possessions tonight, so let's get the first one. Let's take it down there and start this shootout properly. Cunningham gets the whistle from the referee, and... This 
game is underway. And the kick will be taken at the 13-yard line. Up to 20 and 25. Out to the 30. Over the 32 to the 33-yard line. Tackled on the far side of the field. Is that Cade Wolford? I think it's Cade Wolford. Red jerseys were trying to make sure it wasn't a... I think it was Jake Wood, wasn't it? Or is Kate Wolford? Yeah. Kate Wolford on the return. Jake's there beside him. Probably got a good block involved. All right, good field position. First and ten for the Jackson Ironman. Ball at their own 37-yard line. As they break the huddle, a game where the Ironmen do not want to get behind the stakes either. They want to keep possession of the ball. Look back as Leonard is under center, hand off to the right side. It's Wolfer trying to turn the corner, and he's tackled after a one-yard gain. One down. Making the tackle for the Broncos, Ben Schuler, outside linebacker, is a senior. The gain of one, second and nine. That senior offensive line, they have their hands full, uh, full hands out tonight. We've got to move the ball against this defense. This defense against Western Brown, they do give up points. we got to take advantage of it, score most possessions. All right, second and nine for the Aaron Ball on the right hash mark. And quick hitter up the middle to Broman. He busts through, has some gain of about five, and he works his way out to the 45-yard line. Well, you can see Jackson wants to establish the run. Very important. Tackle in there. Number and we will get a correction that that was Jake Wood on the kickoff return. Our apologies to Jake Wood. Congratulations. Good kickoff. It's the Very good one. And a third down and three. Ball to the 45-yard line. Yes, Jake Winters play action. Looking, looking. Throws it in the flat. It's incomplete. Broman was the intended receiver around the 49-yard line and ball over his head and that will bring on the Ironman punting unit, fourth and three. We will see that one again because Eli was pretty much open in the flat. So was Gavin Jones. He was the middleman. We flooded that left side. Throw was just a little bit too high to catch, so we'll be forced to punt on our first possession. Quentin Collins goes back deep as well as Matt Fry for the Broncos. Wood will take the snap. Stands at his 31-yard line. Low snap, bounces, and then Winters gets it away. Good boot. And it is taken at the 21-yard line here on the near side of the field. Tackled immediately. Good tackle there by the Ironman. Nolan Johnson down there quickly. What a great job there by Jacob Winters to catch a low snap. Able, he had one rusher in his face. He's able to sidestep him and get a pretty good kickoff. Johnson makes the tackle. Pete Wilson. That was a 34-yard punt under duress there as he had to bounce, as he had to pick it up on the bounce, got off a nice kick without getting a full leg swing, and good coverage by the Ironman. Fry's very dangerous, the returner, but they were on him after a very short return of four yards. First and 10 at the 23-yard line. Novak is the quarterback. Empty backfield. They see this lot. Three to the right, and he's going to keep it. Quarterback keeper takes off up the middle and stood up at the 25-yard line. Gain of two on the play. He loves to Spread you out, three wides to the wide side, two to the short side. The PC's what he thinks is a little bit of a gap. He will tuck it and run. Mike Baker starts out at that nose guard position for the Ironman. David Norris, A.J. Denny, the other two down tackles. Nice. It's out wide to the right once again. He looks to the left, now looking over the middle, has pressure from behind, finds an opener at the open man at the 27-yard line, turning it upfield on the far sideline, and they'll have the first down at the 34-yard line. And then Camp makes the tackle. He obviously starting at the outside linebacker position. We have Drew, Drew Wiley, and, um, and it looks like 
Braden Powell at the inside line. I think the Airmen are going with more quarterbacks tonight. Novak will keep it once again and take off running, and he's hit really backwards by Winters. After gain of three at the 37-yard line. Braylon Powell was our Gillum Insurance Player of the Week Award winner last week. Landon Camp was our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winner last week. They've both been involved here early on. Broncos keeping the Ironman on their heels to go without a huddle. Empty backfield again. Here's Novak standing, looking over the middle, and the ball will be caught. Caught underneath right at the first down stakes. I think the mark will give him another first down at their own 45-yard line. So accurate, throwing the short, quick passes. Did it there, really threaded the needle there to move the stakes and get another first down. The ball out now on the 45-yard line. Well, they have not went a play without an empty backfield. Now we have a... Running back and penalty on the play for Simmons. He will go against the Broncos. That will cost him five yards. First and 15, ball back to the Bronco 40 yard line. We have no score here at Jackson High School. Week number four, the Ironman and the Broncos are scoreless. Jacob Winters, one of the safeties, along with Eli Berman, Bo Landrum, Jake Woods out there at the corners. There's Novak, want to go deep. He's got a man out there, throws it out. It is caught inside the 30. Tackled at the 26 yard line. Boy, the Novak put that one right between the numbers on number 10, Isaiah Smith. Kind of a post pattern, and he put it right where it had to be. Good coverage by the Ironman, but a long pass completion. They will quickly go to the line of scrimmage from the 25 of the Ironman. Chain has not yet been set, and they still run the play, and Wiley drops the running back for no gain on the play. That's Zachary Christmas. Give him a, maybe a half-yard gain on the play. Second and nine. Wiley with a good open field tackle there. Did a nice job. Inside nine minutes, 8.45 to go, first quarter. Andrew Davis starting in there at an inside linebacker position along with Drew Wiley. As they uh, line the ball up at the Ironman 25-yard line, second and nine. As Novak, Novak looking to the left, now over the middle, and the ball will be caught at the 21-yard line. Taken down right there is number 11. That's Matt Fry, and he'll... They'll have it short of the first down. Long drag cut all the way across the line. Novak was able to stand there in the pocket. He's over everybody at that height and is able to deliver it. A third and five. Big play here defensively for the Ironmen. Quickly they go without a huddle. Now a third down and five. And the Ironmen red zone at the 20-yard line. The backfield for the Broncos. Novak takes a snap, has some pressure. Now... Throws it over the middle and incomplete the first incomplete pass of the night. That one batted down by Andrew Davis. Davis. Yes. Tell you what, nice job there. Novak seemed like he felt like he had forever in the pocket, but it finally started to close. A.J. Denny put some pressure on him, forced that throw a little behind his receivers, and now they face a fourth down. They don't punt. Probably not going to try a field goal. They're going to play for it. Fourth down and five. Broncos at the Ironman 20-yard line. Here we come. Novak will get behind the line of scrimmage, and the Ironman will take over. 
like they wanted the quarterback throw once again, and he ran right into the arms of the Ironman. Cade Wolford coming from a blitz from his outside cornerback position. Got some help in there by A.J. Denny. They wrap him up, bring him down, and the Ironman defense comes up with a big stop. Not a red zone stop, which they've had a bunch of those this year, but pretty close to it. On a scrimmage will be the Ironman 22. Chief, they move the ball. All the way to the 22-yard line, but the Ironman, once they got down to the 20, able to stiffen with it with an incomplete pass and a sack, they get the ball back. Running formation for the Ironman. The handoff goes in that split-back formation to Johnson, and Johnson hit around the 23, maybe the 24-yard line. It'll be a short game. That'll give him two yards on that first down carry. Kate Wilford still working on getting healthy. He's had a little bit of an Achilles ankle type issue. Was certainly limited last week. He's out there playing. Coach Hall said he wouldn't quite be 100%, but you know what? He's going to gut it out. We need Kate. Good. Jake Wood splits wide to the right side. Everybody else inside for the airman. Here's and uh, off the Wolfer as he goes over the right side. Crosses the 25. Short gain on the play. It'll be gain of about two. Third down and seven coming in. Nate O'Brien, that starting center for the Jackson Ironman. David Norris, Alan Adams, the two guards, Trent Evans, Tylan Nesser, the two tackles. We have seen... Gavin Jones out there at a tight end position. On the left side of the field, the airman going away from the scoreboard. 6.40 remaining first quarter, which is scoreless. Now passing situation as Winters takes the snap from the gun. Looking over the middle. And he's got a man open. It's Wood. That's a 40. 45. And out near midfield is Jake Wood. Jake Wood was having such a great game last week. Got banged up a little bit. But boy, Coach Hall bragged about him in the pregame show. And that time, Jacob Winters hits him on stride. Beautiful pattern from the slot position and brings it all the way out to midfield. 25-yard gain there to the senior split end. Nice throw. Found a hole in that Western Brown secondary and made the catch and added some yards after the catch. Winners in the gun. Takes it to her. Hands it off to Wood around the end. Left side. He's got a block and now penalty flag comes in. Wood is wrapped up around the 41-yard line in Bronco territory. Pete throws his pin down so Pete's assuming it's a hold. I am too and it looks like we're getting that signal. Jake was able to turn the corner, was going to pick up 9-10 yards on the play, but it's going to be called back. Well, there were two flags that came almost within a couple seconds of each other, so probably there was an infraction out there as uh, trying to get Wood some extra yardage. Uh, looks like the penalty flag thrown at, their, at the 49, so it's going to hurt. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty, and they're going to lose about 9 yards on it, it looks like. Make it 7. Line of scrimmage, two line of scrimmage for the Airmen's the 43. So it'll bring up first down and 17. They break the huddle and wide out to both sides. Slide to both sides and now motion and winners will take it and he'll keep it and start up the middle of the field. Picks up about three, maybe four yards out near the 48-yard line. Both quarterbacks so effective running the football. That's one of their weapons besides the fact they both have great arms. Great experience quarterbacks there, both seniors. 5.45 to go, first quarter, a scoreless first quarter. Second and 12 for Jackson. Winners again in the shotgun. And he looks, going over the middle. He's got a man open. It's cut to 30. It is 
It's Wolford inside the 20, inside the 15, down to the 10-yard line. That's one of those big-time throws we have talked about. Jake had a little time in the pocket. Thank you, offensive line and protection. And he threaded the needle to the slide receiver, Cade Wolford. And wow, a couple big pass plays, and we are knocking on the door. First and goal at the 9-yard line for the Ironman. That was a 43-yard catch and run there between Winters and Wolford. Ironman break the huddle. The ball lined up on the left side. Wood to the left. Everybody else in tight. Drew Warley into the tight end position for the Ironman. Unbalanced line to the right side. The winner fakes it. He keeps it. He's inside the five down near the three-yard line. Brody Butcher at the other tight end. The Ironman go with two tight end looks. Did a pretty good job there at the offensive line of scrimmage on that first snap. They get down inside the five. See where they mark it. About the three, I think you called it, and you were right on top of it. It looked like a pancake block from Captain Trent Evans on that right side. Won't be as last either. Young man, remember, banged up a little bit week one, just getting healthier every week, and he is a factor. Timeout has been called on the field. They should stop the clock. Wolford has to come out, I believe, with an injury timeout. Braden. Powell will report in. That probably means the Airmen will go to that full house tee backfield. Powell scored that touchdown that was the second touchdown of the Ironman last week up at Dresden Tri Valley. Oh, there we go. They'll redo it. They stopped it there. So. Okay, Claycock was down to five, but the official reset it. And now the Ironman second and goal from the two and a half yard line. Full house formation. And handoff left side to Broman hit at the one yard line and spun horizontally. He denied the goal line, but he's at about the one foot line. Good search by that offensive line left side. Trent Evans, Allen Adams in there. O'Brien getting a push, and Eli was inches away from a touchdown. Let's see what they do on the next snap. Third down and goal. It's inches away. Power formation. And the handoff was bad handoff, but Winters does a nice job of picking it up, and we have not seen a signal yet. It is. They called it a touchdown. We do have a touchdown. Jacob Winters takes the bad and The miss handle snap and takes it over, and the airman on the board. Pretty much piled up there right at the goal line, but I'll tell you, Jacob used his strength there. He's able to pick up the uh, miss snap situation and just kind of push his way across the offensive or the goal line to get in the end zone in the Ironman strike first blood. Very impressive drive for Jackson. Jake Wood will hold. Chance Thorpe will attempt the extra point. Kick is on the way. It is up and it is good. Breaking the action here at Jackson High School. 401 remaining first quarter. Jackson 7. Western Brown 0. We'll be back with more Ironman football after this time. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, 
give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. We're back here at uh, Jackson's Alumni Stadium as freshman Tiger Brown sends it down to about the 20-yard line, and the Broncos return it out to the 32-yard. Landon Camp with a good tackle there, good job there. Uh, freshman Tiger Brown getting an opportunity to do the kickoffs. He was been pulled up from the soccer team, soccer player. We've had that great relationship for years here, and gets his first opportunity there. That touchdown drive, fellas, seven plays, 78 yards. The Ironmen strike first on their second possession. Two big pass plays, 25 yards to Wood, 43 to Wolford. Set it up. Winner scores from one yard out. Fort kicks the extra point. Ironmen lead 7 nothing. 357 to go first quarter. First and 10, an empty backfield up the middle and over the shoulder. The intended receiver was Matt Fry. He had to turn around. The ball was, he looked inside. The ball was outside. And it falls incomplete. Fry is so explosive. They were sending him down, but they threw him over the wrong shoulder by the time he turned around. Good coverage there by Bo Landrum and the pass goes incomplete. Ironman defense, that was a great drive as Pete said. Remember that fourth down and four. What a big stop that was to give us the opportunity to drive it 78 yards, I think Pete said, for the touch. Second and ten. Back to pass. Here comes the blitz. Jacob Winters at the 25-yard line. will walk into the end zone with a pick six. Landon Camp comes on the blitz from his outside linebacker position. Drew Novak rushed it, threw it up in the air, beautifully read by the safety. Jacob Winters, he catches it, and he basically could have walked in for about 25 yards for the touchdown. And the Ironman strike again. This time the defense does it. 13 to nothing. Jackson on top of the Broncos. Novak's got a little more fire than we did last week, didn't we? We sure do. Here's the extra point. The fish has stopped the extra point try. Not that we didn't last week, but just you can just feel it, can't you? Obviously, a little that's Alumni Stadium. A little edge. Yes, there is. Now, Thorpe is coming out. Look who's coming back on. Is it a... Coach is talking to Chance Thorpe. He has to come out of the game. Dr. Brown is in. He's going to get his opportunity for his first extra point kick. All right. Teams line up. He's on the way. It's right down the middle. Way to go, buddy. Back up. Freshman kicker gets the next point. The Jackson Ironman, 14, Western Browns, Broncos, zero. We'll be back after this timeout. Make sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationships. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with a high mutual insurance group. We know you can trust a high mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how high mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. Osborne Equipment Service. Have you been getting a lot of calls from a little boy? <laughs> yes, we have. That's my son. He always talks about how you have something for everyone. We do. If you're looking for truck parts, we have the largest selection in the area. Your son keeps calling us looking for everything. Derek! 
Yes, Mom. You've got to stop bothering those nice folks at work. But, Mom, I love talking to them. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. Back here at Jackson High School, the kickoff takes place. The Bachelor Brown kicks it down in, around, oh, like a swim-type kick down around the 30-yard line. A little mishandled over there on the far side of the field, but the Broncos do come up with it. Bo Landon was down there in a hurry, but uh, couldn't quite get it, so it'll be their basketball or their football. Pete Wilson, that's the shortest drive of the year. It was uh, no drive at all. Actually, to give one to the defense, we'll take we'll take them however we can get them. Jacob Winters, who scored the touchdown on offense, gets one on defense. Steps right in front of that hurried pass by Drew Novak. He goes 30 yards for the touchdown. Novak, a quick throw, and it looked like it was going to be picked off. Cade Wolford was Wood zeroing in on the football. Jake jumped the route, just just missed getting there, but they do complete it for about six yards. Ironman going with the pressure front. We'll see Delaney, Bryce Delaney, in there. One tackle and Ryan Taylor in there at the other. Wide to the left side. Novak, Novak wants to take off and run. He got a little broom. Jumps over one tackler. Still on his feet. Has the first down. All the way down to the Airman's 45-yard line. Picked up 16 yards on the carry. Showed some ability there. Did a nice job. I think you could see the strength factor this year. Last year he was great at just getting enough yards for first downs. That time he lumbered his way into Jackson territory. First and 10 at the Airman 45-yard line for the Broncos, who trailed Jackson 14 to nothing. And Novak this time looking left, a pump and go, and the ball will be deflected by Eli Broman at the 30-yard line. Boy, he gets a quick high five from uh, from Bo Lander in there, and the two of them had good coverage, but the man might have had a step on him, and Eli gets a hand up there and deflects that one away. Big play defensively. Second and 10 now, ball at the 45-yard line of the Airman. Bonkers stop at 3.257. Tucker Williams in there at a safety position on the snap. Novak wants to take off and run again. He's got a little bit of room. Back at the 40-yard line. It'll bring up a third down and five to go. Brody Butcher with the tackle. They immediately go to the line of scrimmage. Third down. Big play here for the Airmobile. Also, folks, you got to understand, Western Brown doesn't believe in punting very often. This is a two-down situation for him. All right, Novak, empty back to trips to the left. And looking right. Now, still lots of time. Lots of time. Can he pick his room? And he now he jumps it off, and it will be. No, he takes it. He keeps the ball and is picked up the first down at the 31 large line of Jackson. Did a nice pump fake by Novak. Hard man to tackle in the open field. Had to lose way too much time there in the backfield. But the coverage was outstanding by the back half of the Jackson defense. He finally ran it and picks up enough yards to keep the chain. Now they going. hand off. And the backfield looks like number 25 or 20. They pick up about four. It's second down and six. Quick, no huddle. Chisholm's so explosive for them. He knows he has a nose for their uh, the end zone. I think he had five touchdowns last week in a shootout against Monroe. Tackle on that particular play by Andrew Davis. Ironman shuffling in some new players, new faces defensively. Second and six. Off the Ironman. 26-yard line. And play action to Christmas. And back is, he lose one tackle, can he, and now another. And he's it into the end zone, and the ball will be caught for the touchdown. Oh, my, Novak broke two tackles in the backfield. Yeah, we 
had shots at him and opportunities. You cannot give him that much time. You can't card their receivers. They have good receivers. He finally throws it off his back foot, a little bit off balance, throws it to the back corner of the end zone right in the hands of his receiver. The kind of play you've kind of grown to expect this young man to have. But he 26-yard completion for the touchdown, and now the Broncos are a point away from making this a one-score game. Cunningham will attempt the extra point. Cunningham's off the extra point. was low, but it does sail through the uprise fairly. And a break in the action. 14 7 is your score. Jackson with the lead, and we'll be back as Jackson Ironman football continues on Mix 96 FM. The Jackson County Health Department Hope Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life saving medication. Opioids take lives, and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the health department or call, and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone provided by the Jackson County Health Department, 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 286-5094. Stop overdoses. Carry naloxone. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. Late, late stages of the first quarter, 133 remaining. The Western Broncos scored on a 26-yard pass play to get within one score feet. Seven plays, 67 yards. Drew Novak shows you stuff there. Has a 26-yard pass. Dodging tackles uh, while waiting for his man to come up. And Matt Fry also ran the ball well in that drive, too. Armin though still lead, 14-7, 133 to go. He's all taken by Wolford at the 16-yard line. Starts to the left side, then comes back. Right at the 30-yard line. And tackled around the 30-yard line. It's going to be a shootout. We pretty much understand that and accept it. So let's just hope the Airmen can keep putting points on the board. And limit the opportunities for the Broncos. As many as you can. Each possession is important in this one. 126 to go in the first quarter. Already had three touchdowns scored. Wood goes wide to the left side for the Airmen. Winners under center. And they'll counteract it or sweep to the right. It's Wolford with the carry. Tucks it up to the 30, 35, run out of bounds at the 38, maybe the 39-yard line. It's going to be maybe just a foot or two short of first down yardage needed. Nice job there. Gavin Jones with a good block, good backside, good pulling block there by um, Adams on there. And Wolford takes advantage of that. We know how explosive he is in the open field. Second and one for the Airmen. Ball now placed on the right hash mark. Wood goes wide to the left. And quick handoff up the middle. Fifth Roman, he's got the first down and more into the Bronco territory. Carrying tacklers with him down to the 44. Eli Broman, one tough young man there. Did a great job. Good cut running right behind that right side of the line. Norris Messer getting good blocks there. And Butcher, I mean not Butcher, Eli Broman doing an excellent job of making some tacklers miss. It's a first down at the Bronco 43-yard line for the Army. Well, when we can run the football, we're a whole bunch better, aren't we? Yes, we are. 
J.T. Hammonds out wide, the left, Wolford in the slot that way. And now Wood goes in motion. They fake it to him, and Winters keeps it. He's wrapped up from behind, back with a 41, two-yard game. I think the jet sweep is going to work for us some tonight because teams have to be so aware of Jacob Winters faking that handoff and taking it in between the tackles. Picks up a couple on that opportunity. Probably the last play of this first quarter here, Jackson. And... Every time the line is going, second and eight. Two in the slot to the left. Now the empty backfield is Roman goes in motion and a penalty flag comes in. Legal procedure against the Ironman. Penalty coming from the pocket of the umpire. It'll cost them five yards. Move it back to the 46. Ironman now a third and, or second and 13. Just 16 seconds remaining first quarter. Jackson leading 14-7. Just joined us. Good crowd on hand here at Alumni Stadium. Two in a slot to the left. Norman goes in motion. And they throw it in the middle, over the middle. It's caught by Wood. He's at, and spins at the 35-yard line. He's going to be two-yard shot of the first. And that will end the first order of play here in Jackson High School with the Airmen leading the Broncos 14-7. to We'll be back right after this timeout. No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee powered tools, gas powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson, and Dan Morrow. Jackson with a third and one at the Bronco 34-yard line. Winners in the shotgun. And hands it off to Broman, and he's hitting the backfield. Can progress getting the first down? No. Western Brown does the job defensively. Now it's fourth down. And it's going to be about two. Coming Good up. job there by Western Brown defense. Ironman, I know, will play for it. They move us back. I thought that's a tough spot. But we've certainly got to the 35, but now they're looking at a fourth and three situation. But we are on the 36-yard line. We're going to play for it. And we have a fourth down, ball on the right hash mark. Ironman going towards the scoreboard as we open up this second quarter. Doing a slot to the left. Now Broman goes that way too. And he looks over the middle on his ball. Oh. Thrown behind the receiver who was sliding trying to make it. That was Nolan, or that was uh, Wolford. And the ball falls incomplete. The Ironman turned the ball over on down to the Broncos. <laughs> 
Yeah. Things going there, Pete Wilson. We just couldn't sustain the drive, and that's one of the important things we said to win this game. When you get in uh, Western Brown territory, you got to convert it and make points. Once again, uh, winners had time. Uh, the man was open just to pass a little bit behind him and unable to make the play, and so Western Brown takes over at their own 36-yard line, 11-17 to go in the quarter. Novak. Oh, he's got Fry wide open at the 45. Actually threaded the needle pretty good, and it picks up the first down into Ironman territory. Probably so explosive. Really an outstanding receiver for them. And actually open a little bit. We had three Ironmen around him, but it was a perfect throw, and now Western Brown knocking on the door. They're in Jackson territory. Well, again for the Broncos. Novak has time. Now the pocket collapses over the middle. Ball will be deflected oh and then caught. They're going to give him the reception at the 21-yard line. That's Christman making the reception off the deflection. Yeah, he threw it to the uh, the shorter receiver down there. It goes off his fingertips into Christman's hand, or Chisholm, whatever they call him, but he's outstanding, but a big first down. And Chisholm has the ball once again. This time the Ironman defense stops him at the line of scrimmage. Wiley getting off all the bottom of the pile. Well, let's see who else is in there. Host of Ironman, great job there defensively. Delaney in there making a play. Good job there by the Ironman defense. Second and nine. R in his name is Chisholm. Second and nine for the Broncos. And movement, and now penalty flag comes in. Stopping the play. It will both start against the Broncos. They were right at the 20-yard line, so thank goodness it's red zone territory. That moves them back to the 25. Second long, 14. Right. Point of emphasis of sideline warning this year because we get one every game and so does the opposition, but they don't want to call that second one and make it a penalty. 14 to 7 is the score. Jackson has the lead. The Broncos are are moving. Here's Novak rolling into the end zone. It's intercepted by Lee Berman, and he will down it and take the ball back to the Airmen at the 20 yard line. Eli Broerman, good for at least one interception every week. That time in the end zone, we had some good pressure on Novak. Made him kind of force it down the field in the end zone, and Eli played it beautifully, went up in the air, and that's a huge interception. Bring it out to the 20 for the Ironman offense. Alright, uh, Western Brown had got down to the 21 yard line. Then they had a, a play that didn't uh, help them very much. It's a one yard gain, and so, uh, you know, Novak tries to roll. You know he's dangerous, uh, even under duress, and they threw it into the end zone, uh, and Broerman was the man who jumped up and made the play. That's his fourth interception of the, of the, of the year. Look to the right for the airman back. A split, quick pitch to the left side. And getting the corner. And at the 30, it's Wolford dragged down at the 40-yard line. And, and four. And the Jackson crowd wanted the penalty. And they will get it. He was hit hard out of bounds. You had so much to her offense. Been playing with some injury the last couple weeks. But, boy, Cade looking a little sharper this week. And he made defenders miss out there. The airman good blocking on that left side of the line. Cade gets it out to about the 42, and then I think it's going to be a personal foul from there. Going to should take it in too, or awfully close to. Uh, At the 37, where he went out of bounds. Should be 15 yards in into uh, Western Brown territory. On his will be the 47-yard line of Western Brown. 
The Ironman defense stands tall and stops him on an interception. And now the second interception of the game. One by Winters was a pick six. That one by Broerman stopped the six. Back to split. Here's a pitch to Wolford left side. Starts inside, cuts out to the left, and he dumps it to 41, maybe the 42-yard line. 6'3", 250-pound senior Twin Evans getting a good block out there on the corner, allowing Kate to turn it, pick up about five, maybe six yards. A long five. A long five. Long five, short six. Is that worth, is that worth on that? Yep, and now it's a short four. There we go. All right. Play. Winners comes over to Coach Andy Hall. Hits the play. 14 to 7, your score. Jackson with the ball and the lead. Winners will fake the pitch, look over the middle, has pressure, down, going deep to Wolfer, and he's got it over the shoulder. Oh, it's good. Wolfer will catch it to 15, get inside the 10, it's a 5. We're just looking out there, Jake had one-on-one coverage to the wide side of the field. Beautifully executed play as they fake the play action. Jacob rolls around. Jake runs right into his defender, then cuts to the sideline, and Jacob throws it up over the top. So it's Jacob to Jake in a big play. Second or first and goal at the seven. They say the knee was down there. So first and goal for the Army. Flip back. And here's the handoff to Wolver. He dives inside the five. Nice cut, as you mentioned. And he's like he's going to be out the three-yard line. Should be Nolan Johnson, I think, with that carry. So hard to tell. The six, the eight, the nine. Did you have it that way, Pete? I I wasn't sure who had the ball. I presumed it was Wolford because he's been in there. It was Nolan. Nolan was in. Okay. He was in there, and he got it. Factor split. And And another one by him. Nolan did again, and he's in for the touchdown. Nolan Johnson. Evan, Adam, plus side of the line, gave him room, and boy, Nolan runs hard, runs usually north and south, and he dives over that goal line and gives the Ironman the third score of the evening. 6'2", 200-pound sophomore, crosses the goal line, and the Jackson Ironman are on top 20-7. That's the extra point. Brown will now attempt his second expert. Let's Thorpe back in. He wears number 23, the senior. He's on the way. He punches it through. And the Jackson Armour up 21-7 with 8.23 to go. In the first half of play, we'll be back after this timeout. Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day with 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim. They are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league. Which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wilson? Not anymore since Amori's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leela of Wilson. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leela of Wilson? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Wilson or give us a call at 740-384-6670. 
Kicked off by Brown, Patrick Brown, and it's taken by number 10, Isaiah Smith, at the 20-yard line, and Smith returns it out near the 30 on the far side of the field. J.T. Hammonds down there in coverage, gets him knocked out of bounds, Pete Wilson. That was fun. It was. Five plays, 80 yards as the Ironman back up Broerman's end zone interception with another scoring drive, their third of the game. Big play was a 35-yard pass to Jake Wood where Winters was a little bit off balance but got it to him, and then he ran the ball after catching a deep pass down to the seven. The Ironman scored two plays later on a three-yard run by Nolan Johnson. Extra point tacked on by Mr. James Fork. Ironman lead 21-7, to 8-16 to go. And Harris Novak once again coming in the flat to the left side. Making a cut at the 35, and out of bounds. It'll be a five-yard gain. Give him a four-yard gain, second and six. Jackson covered it pretty well. They can throw those. You just don't want to let those guys get behind you. There's the run. And run, and Novak keeps it. And he jumps it about the 39-yard line. It'll be about third down, a long three coming up for the Broncos. Drew Riley, a nice job in there. Getting just better every week. And I tell you, he made a nice play there. Got him tackled down. Go without a hand on that. Nothing. And nothing on that third down carry. It will be fourth down. And six in their own territory. What will they do, Dan? Braden Powell shoots in there from the outside linebacker position, gets the first hit, help from multiple other defenders they in will, there. They will play for it on fourth down and six from their own territory. Got to play. Back with empty backfield. Trying to draw the Ironman offside. Ironman a little different look. Only two down people. The rest are standing upright trying to cover those wide receivers. I'm sure we're coming with a blitz. And takes the snap with time. Going down. He got a man open at the 35. Down the sideline is Matt Fry, and he will score. Down Broncos. Huge That was a tough one. A gutsy call by them. A little bit of confusion in the secondary there because Fry was wide open. Novak lays it in there as he usually does right on stride and a big answer to the Ironman touchdown. Western Brown didn't waste any time. No, they didn't. Keep that gutsy call as you going on fourth down and six in their own territory. They're going to play for two. No, they're, they're kicking. It is Cunningham. He will kick. Quentin Collins to hold. And the kick is on the way. Make it 21 to 14. A break in the action with 6.59 to go before halftime. Jackson Lee, by seven. We'll be back right after this. Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli of Wellston is your one stop for fresh local meats. From burgers, brats, and steaks for the grill, sausage or bacon for breakfast, or fresh side of beef or pork for your freezer, Dave's has everything you need. Don't pass up their homemade chicken and ham salad prepared and packaged for any occasion. Cut fresh daily, you won't find fresher meat anywhere else. And don't miss our monthly special, local fresh meat at Dave's Custom Butchering and Retail Deli on Scott Lane in Wellston. 
Want to get away but just can't leave the fur babies? Well, call the Red Wolf Inn. That's right, the Red <gasps> Inn with a W in MacArthur. The Red Wolf Inn is your locally family-owned and operated loving and caring dog boarding service with a super clean facility, fully fenced area to run, plenty of attention time, and belly rubs. It'll be like your four-legged friends are on their own vacation. Book that trip now and know the dogs are cared for and safe at the Red Wolf Inn. Call 740-649-8640 or contact them on Facebook to schedule. <gasps> Cunningham will kick off for Western Brown. And he'll take him at the 20-yard line on the far side of the field. Up, straight up the field and, and driven backwards is the airman return man. It was Jake Wood. He seems to be the middleman tonight. He hangs on to the football and returns it out to the 33-yard line. Still lots of time to go. Pete Wilson, a quick recap of that last drive. All right, four plays, 70 yards. You're about ready to say, hey, we stopped them again, and then they go for it on fourth and long, and uh, Novak finds Wes Fry, uh, not Wes Fry, but uh, Matt Fry, who got behind the Jackson defense somehow. Novak put it right there, and Fry almost backpedaled into the end zone, 63 yards. Uh, boy, that hurt. Armin, though, still lead, 21-14. They have the football. That's a 33-yard line. Got a little more work than first-half stats, Pete, than last week. And off goes to Wolford as he busts over the left side, crossing the 35 out to about the 37. Jackson wants to run the ball. That does open up our passing attack so much more. Having a little more success tonight. Doing a good job of mixing it up. We've got 21 points. Can't argue about that. The problem is there's been five touchdowns scored. That means they've got 14. The shootout we expected. Both two by each offense and one by Jackson's defense. Touchdown. Jacob Winters' interception for a touchdown is the difference in this one. All right, here's Winters under center on second and six. Quick pitch to the left side. Trying to get the corner as Wolverd, and he's wrapped up as he hits the 41-yard line. He'll be two yards shy. I was going to say, should be a very doable third and two. Jacob Allen coming in there in offensive lineman position for Jackson. He's in there at the left tackle spot. Ironmen ideally want to try to score again, but they love to run out this clock or leave Western Brown with very little time, and we know they don't need a lot. Pete, there's 5.44 to go. There could be multiple scores by before half time. Well, how about just a one-possession score? How would that, that would be? be nice. Third and two for the Ironmen. Winners under center. Hands nice up job. straight up the middle. Good blocking, and the Ironmen have the first down. Give a shout-out there to O'Brien, Norris, Adams. They got a good push there in the interior of that offensive line and the airmen get a big first down and you're right now start grinding out some time on that clock 47 yard line first down what what do those numbers look like Pete? what's that the first down number 11 for western brown and six for jackson okay there's been so many big plays. I don't, a big play only gives you one first down. Staples to the wide to the right. Wood in the slot that way. Now slot left side. And hand off to oh, they take it to Roman and oh they were waiting on Jake Winters there as he has dropped for loss back to the 45 yard line. Yeah, they were not fooled on that when Jacob didn't have an opportunity. Got hit as soon as he uh, pulled it back out of the pocket of Eli. That's a loss of two on the play. We'll see uh, Wiley and Gavin Jones report into the lineup. Ironman probably looking at two tights. Inside five minutes to go now in the first half. 21-14, Jackson has the lead. 
Dinkwood out wide to the right side. And here's Leonard. Play out. Oh, good fake as he rolls to his right. Looking upfield, it's Kyle! Incomplete, but a penalty flag comes in. The intended receiver was Jones. But there is a flag. It looks like it will be holding against the Iron. They could decline it and be third and 12 or push us back and give us another second down opportunity. Yeah, that would have been a big game. Oh, holding gets a defense. Oh, we'll take that. Did they get this straightened up? The man that initially called it kind of pointed toward us, but the head, the white hat re- referee says it's against them. And that's a break. It'll be a 10-yard penalty. Just uh, a five-yarder. Well, I think they called the hold around the, the 45, so I think it was 10. It will be at uh, From the point of attack, but 40, second and short. 45-yard line of the Broncos. Suddenly the down and distance gets a whole lot better on the on the defensive hold. I don't know whether that was in the backfield or not. It must have been uh, against an arm receiver, perhaps. All right. Jacob Winters will stand in the shotgun. Roman in the backfield with him. And Broman, they take the hit, pitch it out, and it's batted down. And wanted to go to Wolford over here on the flat to the left side. Winters had uh, pressure immediately, and one of the linemen got his hand on it. Little bubble screen type formation there. We couldn't quite execute it. Still a very doable third and two. You're on Western Brown's side of the 50, so you probably think we'd take two shots at it unless we'd lose big yards here. On the left hash mark. Second quarter. Clock is stopped at 424. Straight up the Good middle. Cut. It will be Broerman. He's going to be real close for first down station. Wrapped up right at the 43-yard line. The line judge on this side is already signaling first down. He, he gave us a favorable mark. Good cut by Eli Broerman to pick up the two we needed. Big first down. They're doing like Pete called the shot. They're going to grind some clock out here. And Coach Hall said that's one of the he's things. He's a rookie. Keep it. He's been around a few decades. I believe the way it works, if you have the ball, the other team can't score. I think that didn't work for us, though. Jacob Winters changed that philosophy, didn't he? First and 10 at the 42. They hand it to Broman again, and he jumps over one tackler, and he picks up the three yards down to the 40-yard line. Leaped over a would-be tackler there. Good cut for him just to get the three-yard gain. Mark it right at the 40-yard line. 3.45 to go. Jackson leading from 21 to 14. A lot of explosive action in this first half so far. Did not expect anything left. We show one timeout left. None for the Broncos. Do you remember that many timeouts? I do not. I do not either. I don't think that's right. And here's Winters play action. And now going over the middle. Nice. The He's got it. Down at the 18-yard line and incomplete. Not the fingertips there, but we could quite pull it in. That would have put us down inside the 20, about the 16. Woo. Well, he was open. Obviously, Irvin go back to the well once again. Third down now and seven. Stops the clock at three minutes and 20 seconds. Jackson will break the huddle. Same formation. Wood to the right. Spot to the left. And they take the Roman. Pump. And he will have pressure in 
the back, and he will go. Down at the 50-yard line. The and they are there. giving it as a turnover. Somebody knocked the ball out of Jacob's hand. On the ground just for a moment. Couldn't see what hands picked it up. And Boy, there were flags everywhere. There's at least three on the turf. Beanbags. Beanbags and markers. But I don't think there's any penalty. And the ball got knocked free as they smothered Jacob in that play. And now they recover that loose ball right at midfield. Another turnover. Jackson turns it over. It's our first in the seat. That's our first. Winston Rounds had two. Certainly been the uh, bugaboo for the Ironman the last couple weeks. Trips to the right for the Broncos. Empty backfield. And here's Novak on the quarterback keeper. He runs it up and gets to about the 40. Six-yard line as a marker comes in. Andrew Davis hit him hard. Looks like it's going to be holding. And I think it's going to go against Western Brown. It'll back him up. Novak uh, gained about four, but uh, they're going to back him up with the holding call, and that was seemed to be away from the ball. Line of, line of scrimmage now will be the 40, just inside the 40-yard line of Western Brown. So first and 20. First down on 20, back them up 10 yards out of the hole from the 40. Yeah. Western Brown going without a huddle most of the evening. Now Drew Novak directing traffic as an empty backfield. And now Novak back has time. Looks up in the flat. Is caught by Fry, and he steps out of bounds. That does stop the clock after he picks up seven yards. Novak just so good at picking you with those short passes, and if you get him over on the sideline, it stops the clock. Pete Wilson, you, I don't think you keep timeouts, but do you remember a timeout this half? No, I do not. The scoreboard shows none for them and one for us, and I swear each team still has three if I'm not crazy, which I have been before. All right, MVP, I'm to get on second and 13. Novak has a man wide open is Fry, and he catches it over his shoulder at the 18-yard line, and he'll walk into the end zone. Almost identical. Jackson coming with a blitz with some of their outside people. Looks like confusion in the secondary, and Fry is behind the defense by about seven or eight yards. Easy pitch and catch by Novak to Fry, and wow. One point away from tying this game up. Fry to, or Novak to Fry for the big touchdown. Well, if they were going to do it, they gave us enough time to make something happen with the next possession. Yeah. Cunningham to cross on the field to attempt the extra point. Looking to tie this one up at 21. Cunningham's lined up. Looks like he's ready to go. He's ready to hold it. Here's the snap. Kick on the way. And this game is tied up. 21-21. Jackson Ironman and Western Brown Boston all tied up. And we'll be back for Ironman football right after this timeout. Is Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. The same great service, the same great people, just a different logo. This month, when you list with Howard Hanna and Jackson, you'll get a free professional detail cleaning of your home before it goes on the market. And for buyers, Howard Hanna has a 100% buyback guarantee for any Howard Hanna home listing you purchase and aren't happy with. Some restrictions apply. Call Howard Hanna and Jackson at 740-577-9551 for more details. Call it sold with green and gold. 
Like New Cleaning Services is a locally owned, family operated cleaning service based in Jackson. Like New provides a variety of cleaning services, including residential and commercial, and pressure washing. If you don't have the time or the heart to clean it, let Like New revive your dirtiest and lift your spirits. You can rest knowing the job was done right. For a done right cleaning service where quality meets integrity, call Like New Cleaning Services today for a free quote at 740 879 5055. That's 879 5055. Two minutes and 52 seconds to go before halftime, and Boone has it back to Matt Fry has just tied this game up at 21 apiece. It's Cunningham the kickoff to the Ironman. He sees it up on the left hash mark. Three Ironman returners deep. Kickoff, and it will be taken by. Wolford Wolford at the 20-yard line. He puts his shoulder down and run out of bounds around the 32-yard line. How important would this drive be to put points on the board? Remember, we received, uh, we won the toss, we received, so Western Brown's going to get the ball to start the second half. This is one big drive in a 21-all game. Pete, that was pretty quick strike by Western Brown. Like two plays, 50 yards is the way that it works officially. As uh, After the holding play, they get a seven-yard completion, and then the big touchdown to Fry, almost a carbon copy uh, of the touchdown before where Fry was down the sideline and got by two Jackson defenders, and Novak put it right in there, and Fry was able to dance into the end zone easily. All right, the Ironing. They'll get set with their formation. They go back, and it's winners wanting to toss it out in the flat to the left side. And with reception is Cade Wolford, and he has about a five-yard gain on that first down catch. Brings up second down and five ball to Ironman 37-yard Under two and a half minutes to go in this first half. Ironman trying to finish it off properly here with an impressive drive. Let's see if they can do it. Wolford in the slot with Wood out wide to the right side. And here's the play action as Winter's going deep. And he's got a man wide open out there at the 45. And puts a move on up to 40. Breaks another tackle still on his feet. And he's run out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. Hey, Wolford got the catch out there. He was pretty much wide open in the flash. Made a tackler miss. Big play for the Ironman. They move it down the field all the way to the 34 of Western Brown. Pete, that was a pretty one. A 29-yard catch and run there by Mr. Wolford. Puts the Ironman in great operating position with 2.06 to go. We think that the Ironman have all three timeouts, but we're not sure. All right, here we go. First to 10. On the right hash mark. And back to passes, winner. He's got he's got his man open as Wood in this flat. He makes one tackler miss, and he's brought down inside the 25 after a seven-yard game. And quickly, a timeout has been called on the field by the Ironman. A break in the action on. No, they do not give him timeout. This time out to move the chains. Move the chains. It's 152 on a running clock. The Ironmen are huddled up at the 29-yard line. The 24-yard line. Yes, 24-yard line. Wolford and Wood out to the right side. Winners in the gun. 
He has time, looking, looking, now going in the corner, and it will be caught, incomplete, over the right shoulder of the receiver, down in the far corner of the end zone. Boy, pretty pass, pretty attempt at the catch in the corner of the end zone, Tate Wilford extends out, just off fingertips, couldn't quite pull it in, stops the clock at 129. Second and 10. You know, the Ironman have gone to a double tight formation here for protection purposes for Jacob. He's had time back there, and they're kind of using a two-man um, receiving core in Woods and Wolford. And both have made a handful of catches here in the first half. Those two are out wide to the right side with Wolford in the spot. And Winters will take the snap, looking, throwing it out. It is caught at the 18 and down. Or first down yards inside the 15-yard line is Jake Wood, number nine. If Cade goes deep, Woods stays short. He makes the catch. Woods goes deep. Cade stays short. He makes the catch. And a nice offensive scheme here for this drive. Man's clock is moving. Now 115 remaining in the first half of play. This game is tied at 21 apiece. Maybe not all bad to keep the clock running because we don't want to give them enough much time for a possession if we can score. Okay. First and 10 at the 14-yard line. Third, ball on the 13. From the right hash mark. Jake Winters will take the snap and look left. Quickly over the middle, the ball will be batted up in the air and falling to the ground incomplete. Shot there was a post pattern by Jake Wood. He was well covered, got there. I think ball got deflected up in the air. He looks like he was banged up a little bit on the play, but he's nope, he's coming to the sideline. See Bo Landrum comes onto the field. And Coach Hall is going to take a timeout. We knew they were wrong on the timeouts. They finally got him up there at 3-3. Three and three. So the Ironmen still have two more timeouts. I believe from the last game they never changed the timeouts. I think you're right because I don't remember taking a timeout commercial, and Erica would have corrected us on that if I was wrong. Okay. Well, there is a timeout now, and we're going to stay right here. Just only 50 seconds remaining. Too much going on. Jackson and Western Brown coming in undefeated at 3-0, putting up 58-plus points per game, giving up about a little over 30 per game. Of course, the Ironman's currently out 1-2, got out of the gates in week one, but have uh, had two heartbreaking losses the past week, and now these two teams are no strangers to each other. None whatsoever. We talked to their broadcast crew. They had a shootout with uh, um, House, and they were saying, they were bragging about the ability of Courthouse. We know how good Courthouse and Chillicothe are. There were going to be challenges in the uh, Frontier Athletic Conference for the Army, but this one is a big one for Jackson, trying to bounce back after two straight heartbreaks. Second and 10 from the 13-yard line. 50 seconds on the clock. Empty backfield for Winters as he looks, looks, and he's going to take a off the run. He's at the 10, at the 5, puts his head down, goes in. No. The penalty flag has came in right at the end of the play as he denied the end zone. But Tackled at the one. He was inside the one, leaped, but the flag came out, and wow, I think it's going to go against the Ironman. I think Pete Wilson was grimacing. Let's see if we can catch another break, but we won't. I was ready for the hands to go up, and instead the yellow flag came out. And what is that call? It wasn't a holding call. 
never seen that. It was both fists bumping together. They're walking it off from about the 12-yard line. That's the line of scrimmage. It's only a five-yard penalty. Maybe a formation improper. Do we have somebody uncovered there? Or I don't know. Well, it will be... Third or second down will remain the same. It'll be 16 now. Well, it's a it's a six yard penalty anyway. They're back at the 19 instead of the 18. Yeah, the line of scrimmage is, original was the 13. Now from the right hash mark. And a timeout. The, the uh, officials uh, conferring with Western Browns coach. They're going to mark it second down from the 19. 41.9 seconds to go. Okay, referee sets the ball for play, and here come the Airmen. Ironman go full wide again. Slot to the left side, two of the slot left side. One up high to the right, one man in the backfield as he goes yeah. in motion. Motion to the left, and Wolverts has the to the 25. At the 20, he loses the tackler, stays in bounds, and tackled at the 13-yard line. He did get out of bounds. He stopped the clock at 28 seconds. Yes, good job there, Jacob. Uh, looking into the end zone, looked and looked and looked, had some time back there. Nobody open, finally finds Johnson in the flat out there, kind of as a release valve, and he was able to make the catch and advance it. Ironman got to get inside the about the three-yard line to get a first down. It is third and 13. Just third and 11. They got him marked. Oh, they're going to correct that. It's, the ball should be at the 14. Yard marker guy is standing about the 17. Officials are discussing something. I've not seen a signal, but the... Uh, 28 seconds to go. Ironman should have two timeouts. They would burn one there if Johnson is not called timeout out of bounds, but I think the official called him out. Right. Now we're ready to go. 28 seconds to go. It's third down and 11. Ball at the Western Rail 14-yard line. Winners will stand in the shotgun from the left hash mark. This is Johnson in motion to the right. Looking over the middle. Got a man in the end. Incomplete in and out of the hands of the Airman receiver. And he goes incomplete. And now a fourth and 11 coming up. Jacob threaded that one. We had an opportunity there. A lot of congestion, a lot of bodies around it, but uh, not able to pull it in for the completion. So here is one big play with 23 seconds to go. It is fourth down, and I think Ironman might as well use the timeout and talk this one over. 50 seconds remaining. We said we were going to stay right here because the half was ending, but that was almost 10 minutes ago. So the Ironman take a timeout, and we'll do the same. Jackson Ironman football will continue right after this. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at Beliciofoods.com slash careers. Back here at Jackson High School, just 23 seconds to go. This game is tied. 
Trips out wide the right side for the Arabs. They're trying to break this game. Take a halftime lead. Fourth down and 11. Winner drops the snap and he eludes one tackle because they're going to say his oh. he hit the ground when he went down to get the ball. And Western Brown will take over with 19 seconds to go. Jacob actually scoops the ball up and it looked like he had a lot of room to run out to the wide side, which he probably is not going to run it in, but he's going to buy some time out there to get a receiver open, but it goes for not. And the ball will be blown, whistled dead. With his knee, when he touched the ball with his knee on the ground, it became a dead ball. And, and the Ironman will turn the ball over on down to the Broncos. Only 19 seconds to go for Drew Novak and these Broncos. We will have a halftime guest. We will have Pete Wilson's statistics. We will try to update you on scores around the area. It should be a fun halftime, and we will be entertained by what we think is the best band in the land, plus Western Brown's band is very big in numbers, and we've heard they're very good. Western Brown decides to take a knee, and these two teams will head into the locker room. We're right there where we started, all tied up. It's now 21-21 as we go into halftime. It was a entertaining first half. The only thing I hate is that one of our touchdowns was a defensive score. I love that, but you know what, Dan? We cannot miss opportunities when we have possessions and we don't score points. That last drive was exactly that situation. Um, it's going to be a battle, but Western Brown starts out. They get the ball to start that third quarter, and nobody that's here tonight is asking for their money back at this moment. In this game, like the two previous games, well, we expect may come down to who has the ball flat. Yeah, it usually does. It did last year, and it's looking like the very same this year. 21-21 at halftime as the Broncos and the Iron now in the locker rooms, and we're getting set to be entertained by... Two different bands here, the Western Brown Broncos out first, and then your Jackson Ironman marching band. We'll take a timeout as Jackson Ironman football continues right after this. Ryan Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. You're listening to Football Friday Nights on, on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate. 740-418-6140. Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane. Great food, great friends, great fun. The Jackson County Health Department HOPE Initiative is offering free naloxone to those who wish to have a supply of the life-saving medication. Opiates take lives and naloxone saves them. Get your free naloxone kit. Stop by the health department or call and they can mail it to you. They also offer contactless delivery. Help save someone's life with free naloxone. Provided by the Jackson County Health Department. 200 East Main Street in Jackson. Call 740-286-5094. Stop overdoses. Carry naloxone. 
Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day with 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim. They are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com. Primary care online scheduling is now available at Holzer. We get it, life is busy, but scheduling your annual well checks, physicals, recheck or sick visits is now faster than ever. With online scheduling, you have the flexibility to schedule appointments anywhere from a smartphone or a computer. Visit holzer.org to see how convenient and easy online scheduling really is. When it comes to your health, think Holzer first. Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get financed for your new LS tractor today. Excel in your field. Your home of Jackson Ironman football is Mix 96 FM. We're back here. It's halftime at Alumni Stadium. What a shootout we got on our hands. We were being entertained by the Western Brown Band. Looking forward to that as an Ironman marching band to be on here shortly. And it is a 21-21 game up here on the hill. We knew it would be a shootout. We're getting exactly what was advertised. We have got a guest here tonight that a lot of you people that are sitting at home and watching this game should be very happy that this guy exists. Adam Ripleth is with me. He is the head man for the media productions, which gets our young people putting these games out there on the air for people to be able to watch them at home. And it was so huge back in the COVID years, and this is where this all started. But I want you to brag about your kids a little bit. They do a fabulous job. Yeah, like you said, Dan, they, uh, the kids are, are what kind of are the drivers of this uh, ship here, so they make everything work. So with the media production program at the high school, uh, you know, when kids come in as freshmen or sophomores, we try to put them in classes where they can learn the skills that they need uh, to do video production, graphic design, social media stuff, the live streaming, of course, uh, and kind of run, uh, run events as well. So we have the video board here uh, at the school. And the That's gym. something I don't know if people realize. You're yeah, the reason yeah, so that we have the people, the players, and the cheerleaders introducing themselves up there right, on the board. Yeah. So we do a lot of preseason stuff. Right? Usually we start in the summertime. Uh, a lot of hours put in. I think this year we had some kids that you know, really put in 30, 40 hours within the first two weeks or so. so. So the way the program works is we, we give them those skills and then uh, they have a chance to apply to be on the media team. Um, so, you know, then we select the members that we think can, you know, do the best and, and make the best product. Uh, well, I see them up here, and it's it's some of the best of the best. You've got great kids up oh, here. Oh, great kids. And they're so dedicated. They are so conscious that if there's any little glitch going on, I see the panic in their eyes, and oh, they yeah. are looking. They are. They're going to fix things so fast, and right. that's just a compliment to you and your coaching of them. Right. We try to, yeah. I try to I spend a lot of time trying to train them on stuff, and, and really, you always have stuff that goes wrong, right? So we try to make sure that they, they kind of know what they need to do in that process so they don't panic as much. Uh, 
But really, during the pandemic is when it kind of exploded, right? We, oh, my. We decided that we needed to live stream so that people could still watch the games. And, and you know what it was? And I'm one of them. Grandparents weren't able to come to the games. Right. Neighbors, exactly. aunts and uncles, and they're stuck at home. That was so huge for them to be able to still be a part of. Right, yeah. And we, we, you know, we get a lot of support from the tech department. Obviously, all those guys are up here running some stuff, too. Uh, and really, the school district is, is great for this program. Both Buckeye Hills and Jackson City Schools uh, support the program fully and give us all the equipment, all the opportunity for the kids to, to really enhance their skills and make sure they Big shout out to our yeah, superintendent yeah. and our school board. For, they have backed you, I think, from the very beginning. Start. Yeah, they've really been supportive and they, they kind of let our kids explore and do different things. Uh, this year, we've really amped up our social media presence. So the kids run a lot of the social media accounts for all the sports. They put all the, the graphics out there, the game day stuff, uh, videos. You know, you see on our board here when you come to the games that we had uh, starting lineup videos, intro videos for the cheer, like you said. A couple other videos uh, to respect the game, and then the one where we get the little kids up, up there, the If I Play Sports, we get to go to all the elementary. Well, you told me something, the, the Ironton game, in that crowd at Ironton is one of the biggest. Now, we have a huge crowd here tonight. The Ironton crowd's one of the biggest we ever saw biggest here. But had. you told me, I think, in the fourth quarter, there was a huge number of people watching your broadcast. Yeah, so we, I think we had 3,000 viewers. Probably had eight or 9,000 here. 3,000 right. watching. 3, Think of that number. Yeah. So, That's huge. So we decided to show, they decided to still make the live stream free. So instead we're, we're trying to get out to businesses and sell ads for the live stream. So if any business out there is interested, we'd be happy to shoot a commercial for you. I was going to say, that, what a great opportunity for business to be well seen. So that's been a great thing for our kids. And the kids go out and they do it all. They make the script, they go film everything, put it all together, and make the final product. So like I said, really, I'm I'm just a man behind the scenes, right? They, they no, you're a little more than that, Adam. I see what you do. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. You spend the time with the kids and get to know them you know, more on personal life. I mean, they're all the kids that we have are, are in everything. You know, yeah. They're in, oh, yeah. They're, they're in sports, they're, 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 they're in everything they're involved. So they're busy kids, but then they, they really dedicate the time to make sure. Don't they say the busiest people get the job done? That's exactly right. Yeah. I think so and you're come, one of them, too. Yep, they come in every day, and they, they hit it hard and, and make sure stuff's getting done and getting posted. and It's a lot of fun, and they, I think they enjoy it, too. So. Well, Adam, we're, we're tickled to death that we are a little part of that also. We, we're glad you get us involved in there and yeah. what a wonderful job your program is and how it's grown in a about a three-year window, uh, doing a fabulous yeah, really job. We're proud of it. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate that. Man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, with thanks it. for having me. I appreciate uh -huh. it. Let's have a fun second half. Yeah, hopefully we can pull out a win here. Let's try. <laughs> we will give it a try. I guarantee you that. Adam Ripley, head of media productions here at this high school, a program that just does a fabulous job, and what an experience for his young people. Oh, got it. They go into college. They have learned so much tech stuff that you and I couldn't even begin to cut. Well, you're pretty good. No, people. I don't. I can't even understand a light bulb in, but uh, they are fabulous, and they're learning so much. It's got instant replay. It's just so much on the field that they yeah. do, and it's a production up there. If you haven't been down to Alumni Stadium, really, take a look at the press box. There's yeah. not much room everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. these programs aren't for free either. Uh, a lot of expensive folks. Well, we're going to take a time out. I think Pete Wilson, or Pete, no, wait, he put the pin down. Are you with us? We're ready. Oh, my right. gosh. Let's hear uh, the best stat man inside the Mississippi come up with. A, with this half, a little more stats to talk about than last week. Right. A lot of yards, a lot of first downs, a lot of touchdowns. 
a lot of fun times out there on the football field, uh, no matter which team you're on, as uh, we've got a good one going here at Jackson High School. Five touchdowns between, remember, sorry, six touchdowns between the two teams as we're deadlocked right now, 21-21 to here at the half. This game playing out just like some of the others that Jackson Western Brown have had where, uh, you know, it's a close game and one possession may end up deciding it. So uh, every play just seems important. Every touchdown, every non-touchdown may be even more important. Uh, looking at the team stats first, Western Brown has racked up 12 first downs in the first half. Jackson has 10. Jackson has held the ball longer and had more plays in Western Brown, 38 to 29. That is a positive stat in a game like this when you have a team like Western Brown who's so explosive. Jackson has rushed the ball 96 yards on 22 uh, carries, had some uh, luck there. They've also had some big plays in the passing game. They passed for 180 yards, so the Ironmen have put up 276 yards here at the half. This, of course, coming off a a game where they only had 310, which was low for them. Uh, Western Brown, has had, with their 29 plays, has been held to 35 yards rushing, but 253 yards passing for Mr. Novak and company, including three touchdown passes and a couple long ones, real daggers there, that have uh, allowed them to play even with the Ironmen and draw even here at the half. Total yardage, almost dead even. Western Brown, 288. Jackson, 276. Jackson, 9 of 6. Passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Western Brown, 12 of 17, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Jackson has punted one time for 34 yards. Western Brown, who doesn't believe in punting, has not. Jackson has four fumbles. They lost one. That was the one turnover. That was a big one. Western Brown has had two turnovers. Have to say they're big, too. One of those turnovers was an interception return uh, for 30 yards and a touchdown by Jacob Winters. Uh, penalties, Jackson, three penalties, 20 yards. Western Brown, five for 45. As we look at the individual uh, stats, Wilford, eight carries, 44 yards, not playing on the... Uh, not playing at 100%, but out there doing a good job. Eli Brerman, seven carries, 34 yards. He's got some tough inside yards. Jacob Winters, uh, they've been kind of watching him very carefully, Western Brown. He's been held to six carries for eight yards. He's also had a couple of sacks, including a lost fumble. Uh, uh, Winters has hit nine of 16 passes, as we said, for 180 yards. Jake Wood having a, one of his best games, maybe his best game so far. Five receptions for 101 yards. Uh, Kate Wolford, three receptions for 77 yards. For Western Brown, who told you that Novak could run, Ironman have done a good job not letting him uh, get too much in that category, but still seven carries for 36 yards, including one play where he ran for a first down on a key possession where they later scored. But Throwing the ball, of course, is where he's hurt the Ironman. 12 out of 17, three touchdowns. He has been intercepted twice, but 253 whopping yards here at the half. That is a 506-yard pace if you get the same thing in the second half. And Matt Fry, who has got behind the Ironman twice for long touchdowns and also has caught a shorter one, six catches, 162 yards, and all three touchdowns for Western Brown. Right. Those are fun stats, Pistol, but, you know, it's, it's tough. Uh, Western Brown opens up that third quarter. It is a shootout, and as Dan has already predicted, it looks like a last possession game. Now, I got something for you. We probably came into tonight's game, Mr. Wilson, an underdog, would you assume, in most people's minds? I think that's fair to say. I look up over the visiting stands, and I see a full moon, oh. a beautiful full moon, 
Don't weird things happen on full moon nights? Uh, uh, any policeman will tell you that. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I think that boats well for us. We're going to take a time out. We're going to enjoy our band a little bit. They really are entertaining this huge crowd here at Alumni Stadium. We'll take a time out. We'll be back because I think the voice of the Ironman has some scores to bring to us. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. When you hear this, the number to call is 740-286-5864. For the Glass Garage, Greg Hogue and the fine staff of the Glass Garage, located at 198 Morton Street, Jackson, is ready to fix that broken window. The Glass Garage is your auto glass specialist. They also do residential repair to fix that broken window at the home. The Glass Garage, phone 740-286-5864. Remember, the Glass Garage. Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. Thank you. Nimco Propane is your local propane provider serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477 or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane. No job too big, no job too small. Dunaway Motorsports Garage does it all. Located at 108 Chillicothe Street in Jackson, Dunaway Motorsports Garage is open and ready to repair. Specializing in automotive and farm equipment service and repair, as well as hydraulic cylinder repair, welding, and fabrication. Dunaway Motorsports Garage has the right kind of service for you, including the parts you bring. Stop in or call Leroy or Sherry Dunaway at 740-577-9281. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee powered tools, gas powered generators, tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at Beliciofoods.com slash careers. The Jackson Iron Men play here on Mix 96 FM. 
Halftime activities continue here as the Jackson Ironman Western Brown Broncos all tied up at 21 apiece at halftime. The Broncos working their way back on the field. The Ironman marching band working their way off. Well, boys, these bands tonight. I took a timeout for one reason and one reason only. I wanted to hear him play Hey Jude again and watch him dance during that. That is a, a thrill. What a great halftime performance they had. I know you had some scores to give, but we just needed to watch that. I, I do have some scores to give and uh, well, some surprises. Not some, not too surprised, but most of these games are at halftime or just beginning the uh, the third quarter. Portsmouth West and Wilson, all Portsmouth West 49 to nothing. West Benton, is good. They're, they're very good. Yeah, the Benton County Vikings how about throwing a shutout over Meg's Marauders 23 to How good have they been for now a game and a half? Yes, and uh, Northwest and Oak Hill at 13-7, six-point game with Northwest on top. Getting to the FAC, Hillsboro, winless, I believe, at this point, leading Williamsburg 14-13. They need a win, and this would be a good one for them. And Chillicothe, the Cavaliers, leading Waverly 35-12 at halftime. They're good every week. There is no denying they are um, Coach Bartholomew up at Chillicothe has it going the right direction right now. Lost to a tough uh, Westerville North team by three points last year. Greenfield McLean leading uh, East Clinton 35 to nothing, and then Miami Trace 28 to seven over Goshen. One more score from the FAC: Washington Courthouse 28 to nothing over Memphis. That's an eye opener. We know Courthouse is good. We know they're very good. The announcers told us how good they were against this uh, Western Brown team, but Memphis pretty good. That's a huge score at halftime. That's a surprise there. Wheelersburg, Jackson Irons opponent next week as we go down to Wheelersburg. They're tied with uh, Ashland, uh, Kentucky. Their, their score is seven apiece. That game also has. So there's what I have for you. We'll take a quick timeout for halftime, but I want to give a shout-out to Chris Bice and the Jackson Football Pee Wee program. They were honored tonight in the pregame. Approximately 104 second graders through sixth graders got a run through that helmet and out on the field, and you talk about a crew. Were they sprinting when they got their name announced? That's a pretty special night for those young people. And, and you know, I saw Coach All, the head coach, getting ready for shook one of his hand. He shook everybody's hand as they came out from that tunnel. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, along with Chris Bice, make that program go. So proud of the way. There are so many volunteers out there, but they do a fabulous job. And our Little People program is why we have had a lot of fun football up here on the Hill at Alumni Stadium. Getting our 19th season here on the Hill. Hard to believe. Opened in September 11, 2004. This will make the uh, 19th season. Jackson Ironman football. Here. Stadium has an H today, and we have. Western <laughs> <laughs> Brown, we just made the announcement. We'll receive the uh, second half kickoff. There's still a few minutes to go before the start of the game. Or second half, as both teams are doing their uh, uh, allotted three-minute warm-up. We'll take time for one more timeout, and we'll be back with more to start of tonight's second half right after this. When you think of your community bank, are you thinking of leading technology? Things like mobile banking and mobile deposit? Being able to pay a friend using Zelle? Are you thinking of best-in-class bill pay and customized account alerts? If you're thinking of those things, then you must be thinking of Jackson County Banking Center. They have leading technology and local support. And by local, we mean right here in your neighborhood. Leading technology, local support. That's Jackson County Banking Center. Member FDIC. 
Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. Peace. At Atomic Credit Union, choose how you check. $5 opens your account, and you get your debit card the same day. Online and mobile banking gives you access to your account 24-7 with features like card activation and deactivation, remote deposit capture, pay another member, and bill pay. Visit us online at AtomicCU.com and unbank with us today. Federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up. You're listening to the Jackson Iron Men on Mix 96 FM. Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow. We are ready for tonight's second half kickoff. The Ironman kicking off to the Broncos. And this game is all tied at 21 apiece. Boy, Thatcher Brown getting his first opportunity to be the kickoff man for Jackson. And he's in a shootout, so he should get some opportunities. to see his fourth kickoff tonight. Has an extra point to his credit. Congratulations to the freshman. Back deep for the Broncos. It switches up a little bit back there. It looks like number 10, Isaiah Smith on the left end. Number 8, that's Spencer Smith on his right. There's the whistle and the kick by Brown. He will send it down to the 21-yard line. Two-string catch by Spencer Smith. He's out to the 30 and bounds at the 37-yard line. Good tackle over there. A pretty good return goal, but Mason Lanning got him and Bo Landrum. They wrap him up, knock him out of bounds. So Drew Hovac and the Western Brown Broncos, 253 passing yards by at halftime. We had the benefit of two long bombs and were had a little confusion in the secondary and the man was wide open. But he throws for that kind of yardage all the time. Averages around 360 yards per game in his career. First and 10. Oh, it's a 38-yard line. Back, back, quick pass oh, out in the flat. The airman almost got a hand on it. It's caught for a short game. That's Brady Sutton. Sutton, the sophomore, will pick it up for a one-yard game. Very nice job there by Braden Powell coming in. Almost deflected that pass. Goes for a completion. A lot of the Ironman hustled over there. Norris Baker up in front. And, uh, um, Davis there from the linebacker position. Knock him out of bounds. Second and nine. And if he backfield again. Here comes the blitz. Pressure on Novak. He sends it upfield. And it is caught in Ironman territory. And it will be a first down at the 47-yard line of Jackson. Ironman came with five. And they got to him. But he's able to release it and right Clark, a nice strike to get him into Jackson territory. That's a veteran quarterback making plays like that. Certainly is. Yeah. 
Clock at the top as he went out of bounds. Just underway in the second half. All tied up at 21. Broncos taking this opening drive. Novak has pressure. Pocket to On the floor, on the ground, and the Ironman have recovered the ball at the 48-yard line. There's an Ironman down. Landon Camp comes up with a loose ball. The Ironman came the same with a five-man blitz. They collapse on Novak, wrap him up in the backfield. The ball gets knocked loose. I think it is Mike Baker is the Ironman that's down, but what a tremendous play defensive for the Ironman. They come up with a much-needed turnover. He wills has three turnovers there. Two interceptions and now a lost fumble there, and once again, definitely caused by the Jackson defense, not any kind of unforced error there by Novak as uh, Ironman decided to bring some pressure there. Novak not afraid to tuck it and run, but Ironman able to get the ball out and then get it when it's on the ground. Baker and Camp were the two Ironman that dove to the bottom of the pile to dig out that football. I think Camp pulled it out. Baker, though, is banged up on the play. He is still down. Doc Owens is over him there giving a look. It's still on his belly. They have Yeah, he hadn't moved. No. Now he's getting up. That's a good sign. All right. Jason Crawford talking to him. Doc Owens out there. We got the best people as far as keeping your kids healthy and safe as best as they can. Also got Kelly Roush out there, all three of them tending to him. We'll see Mike Baker walking off the sideline on his own. I think we'll see him back in the game. The fumble recovery gives the ball to the Ironman. Well, at the 48-yard line. All right, 11.35 to go remains in this third quarter. Jackson's first possession of the second half. Good 25 seconds for the Ironman. And the center is Jacob Winters and hand off to the first back through. And breaks some tackles, still breaking tackles and picking up five, maybe six yards, still on his feet. Big surge will push. Does not go down. Eli Broman with... Picks up seven yards down to the brown Russian brown. Little bit of rugby taking place out there as Eli wouldn't go down. Some of our offensive linemen start pushing him. Their their defensive line start pushing. He would not. He took it all the way down to the 35, but they blew him dead at the 45. Good first down run. So gain of seven, second and three. Ball now into. Bronco territory. Broerman doing it on both sides of the ball. Had that big interception in the end zone in the first half. On the second down and short. Winners will hand off to Broman again. Starts right, cuts it back to the left, and he's real close to the stake. Had a pretty good mark. Let's see what they do. Looks like a first down from here. Boy, it's going to be close. Nobody has signaled the change to move yet. They're going to have to mark them if they're not going to give a first down. They give them a first down. I thought it was, too. They stop the clock to move the chain. Jackson Drive continues now at the Bronco 42-yard line. 
Backer split behind that arm and offensive line and handoff to Broman again. This time left side, he's got a little bit of room. And then it closes and pushed out of bounds at the Broncos 39. Good first down play, though. Left side of the offensive line gave Eli some room. He got hit in the backfield. First guy usually doesn't bring him down. It takes two. Usually. It takes two or more. Nice job there to take it. Across the 40, mark at the 39-yard line. To pick up a three of Roman. We missed an opportunity to end the half, Dan. I really think we need to get points on this drive. Oh, the airman did stop Western Round, who took the opener kickoff in the second half, and then turned it over. Now the airmen are moving. 21-0 early in the third quarter. Winners will hand off to the left side. That Roman once again. I didn't see the number there. That time it was Eli. Off the bottom. That's Cade That's Wolford. Cade Wolford. I think Coach Hall decided he wanted to grind it out against his team a little bit this first drive. Looks like a third down and a long three short four. As Drew Wiley will come into the lineup. The Ironmen have had some success going with two tight ends. Only three yards to go. Ball just outside the 35-yard line of Western Brown. Gavin Jones, one tight end. Drew actually kind of the slot. Uh, quick pitch here to Wolverine. Turning the corner left side. He's got the corner. Oh, good tackle as they bring him down. He's not going to get a great spot. And it will look like it's going to be forced down and one. Fourth at the Broncos one or a little less than one. And the Airmen will play for it from this position. Wally with the lead block. Quick pitch to Cade. Good tackle out there. Cade put his head down and got what he could. Those are the ball rest right at the 33-yard line. Uh, Got to convert this one, don't we, Pete? Absolutely. Fourth and one. You know, you've been running the ball. You hope that you can get the one yard, but that's what Western Brown's probably looking for. Let's fly to the left. Uh, handoff to Roman. He pushes that pile forward. Looks like he had forward progress. We'll get him the first down. Got two. We needed one. He got two. Nice push there, left side of that line, and now a flag is thrown late. And let's see. Looks like it's going to be unfortunate light contact. Uh, one of the Western Brown players. Uh, All their players ran towards the sideline, and I don't understand it. It was pretty obvious. We had the first down by a good yard. I think he was knocked back, and that's what some of the Western Brown players might have speculated. But he might have uttered something improper. So we'll get the penalty sorted out. But I think we we'll better get some yards added on. Move the chains. First down yardage was 2 to 31. Now we'll tack on the penalty yardage. 8.44 remaining in the third quarter. We've had no score so far in this second half. 21-21. It's a 15-yard penalty. As painful as that is for Western Brown, we will take it. Red zone down to the 16-yard line. Chopping up a little time. You said 8.44 to go. It's been a running drive for the Ironman. Offensive line didn't, you know, produce a great running attack last week up at Tri-Valley. I think they've been challenged a little bit. I think they are stepping it up this week. There we go. Chains are set. Uh, Brian, Adams, Evans, Norris, Messer. Actually pushing very well. Gavin Jones getting a lot of snaps in there at the tight end along with Butcher and... uh, 
Drew Wiley. There are blockers up front trying to win this battle in the trenches. Officials have set the ball ready for play. Winners has his team in the huddle. First and 10 at the Western Brown 16 yard line. Jake Wood goes wide to the left side for the Airmen. The Airmen elect to keep it on the ground. Back to split. And handoff to. Got a hole. He's got a hole. He will go into the end zone. Uncut for the touchdown. Left side. Really opened things up for him. I think Eli Berman got a good lead block. A hole to the left side of the line. It's Trent Evans and Alan Adams and those people over there. That hole was there. We could see it. And number eight, when he explodes through, you're not going to catch him. 16 yards for the go-ahead score. How many passes did we throw that time, Pete? I don't believe there was uh, any. We'll let you analyze that one after the extra point in the timeout. They're going to try the extra point here. Extra point to take the seven-point lead. It is on the way, and it's right down the pipe. 28 to 7, or 28 to 21. I'll get it right. Jackson with the seven-point lead. We'll take a timeout. And mind you that you're listening to Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM. This is Joel Wood with Infinity Insurance Solutions in Jackson. Having the right players in the right places is critical for positive outcome. We at Infinity Insurance Solutions have some of the best. This puts Infinity Insurance Solutions in the best position to get the best insurance value for your business, business auto, home, personal auto, classic vehicle, life, IRAs, and annuities. Let our team find the best solution for you. Infinity Insurance Solutions of Jackson. Call Joel Wood, Shauna Davis, or Dwayne Boring at 740-286-4385. H-E-R Realtors is now doing business as Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. The same great service, the same great people, just a different logo. This month, when you list with Howard Hanna and Jackson, you'll get a free professional detail cleaning of your home before it goes on the market. And for buyers, Howard Hanna has a 100% buyback guarantee for any Howard Hanna home listing you purchase and aren't happy with. Some restrictions apply. Call Howard Hanna and Jackson at 740-577-9551 for more details. Call it sold with green and gold. At Jackson High School as the Ironman takes a seven-point lead. Pete Wilson, tell us how we got there. Ironman take advantage of the fumble recovery on Western Brown's first possession in this ping-pong of a football game. Ironman drives 52 yards, eight plays all on the ground. Cade Wolford uh, covers the final 16 yards on that boat up the middle. Chance for kicks his fourth straight. That's quite Ironman lead 28-21, 8-10 to go in the third quarter. After with the kickoff taken at the 23-yard line. Here's a little scene as he goes up the middle and Chisholm out to the third. 39-yard line. And the camp in there, hard hit. Don't be shy there. It was some major hitting. First and 10 for Drew Novak in the Western Brown Broncos. Ball is at their own 39-yard line. Jackson with three down linemen. And a snap back to Novak. He's flushed out of the pocket. And pass will be incomplete. And intended receiver is number 11, Matt Fry. He's been the go-to guy. Airman have pretty good pressure on Novak that time. Good, good pressure on Novak. Throws it. Bo Landrum, good coverage. Pass a little bit wide and out of bounds. He was running to his left and throwing off that right hand. It's... Uh, 
a hard throw. Second and ten. Novak will take off and run. He's got a little room as he goes up the middle to the 50-yard line, tossing into Ironman territory. He's got another round. Broncos first down at the Ironman 49. Running right behind the right side of his offensive line. He immediately tucked and ran. That's a quarterback draw play, and it's enough to get a first down and put it into Jackson territory at the 49-yard line. You pick your poison here. Do you, you know that Novak's going to take off and run, or you just protect your pass? You have eight guys in the back there. All right, here's Novak taking the other snap. One first down. He's got Fry out there. Can he catch it? It's off his hands and at the 10-yard line. Matt Fry had double coverage, but almost hauled it in. That had resulted in two touchdowns in the first half. But, boy, we had good coverage there as you had Landrum and Jacob Winters right on top of Fry, and the pass goes incomplete. Second 10. Nice. Working with an empty back. Now he has uh, number 25, Matthew Osborne, beside him. And he takes the snap. Here comes the Airman Blitz. He's got pressure. And he will be stolen. Oh Gets one tackle. And Landrum brings him down. At the 43-yard line, short of the first down, but the airman had him wrapped up once again. In the backfield, Landon Camp actually trips him up. He, if he doesn't get tripped up there, he, he's probably taking it all the way down inside the 30, but mark it about the 43. Third down and four. Broncos get the call from the sideline. Three down on the bottom to the left. Go back to the top. Here comes the blitz once again. It will be a diving catch. No, it's incomplete along the far sideline. As that's just a little low, and the receiver unable to bring it down. So it's fourth and four. Now for the Broncos. People in the stands, if you're watching, you've noticed whenever a Bronco receiver doesn't catch the ball, he does push up. There's like five push ups. We've seen that for three years in a row running. One of their things. Fourth and fourth. The airmen need to stop. Novak rolls to his left. In upfield, it is caught. Stop short of the first down, and the airmen will take over. Great tackle here on the near sideline. Stopping just shy of the top. What a play defensively for the Ironman. Braden Powell in there wraps him up, held on to him, had a lot of coverage there and helped, but they tackle him a, a yard, maybe two feet short. It was not short by much, but the Ironman defense steps up. Ironman lead 28-21. They take over. Broncos yet to get on the board here in the second half. The Ironman forced the turnover and then forced the... Take over on down. Pete, did you cover that first drive where we didn't throw the ball? That was a thing of beauty. Oh, well, let's see what they do now. Uh, I think we're going to run it. Stapleton out wide to the left. Well, they put some extra bodies up there in the uh, area of the running. Hit her up the gut, and it will be Nolan Johnson picking up six yards. Good blocking in there. Rolls over at the 46-yard line. Interior of that offensive line, giving Nolan a little bit of room, and he can carry tacklers. Good first down play. How many plays was that last drive, Pete? It was uh, for Western Brown, you mean? For us. Uh, we went eight plays, 52 yards. All runs. All runs. 
see if we keep that same prescription going. Looking at a second down and four across their own 46-yard line. We're also eating up a little time. We've got the seven-point lead, six minutes, 19 seconds to go, third quarter. So many minutes left in this great football game. Put back. Wood out wide to the left side. They'll counteract it. Back to Wolford. And started left, cut it back to the right. And he is tackled after a two-yard game out near the 48. You notice Western Brown has countered. They got about eight in the box. They've moved a body or two up in there to try to stop this Jackson running attack. See Andy Hall. Jackson's coach goes to the air with... We, took our, we had the two tights in there, Jones and Wiley. They're back out. So the Airmen will have a little more wide offense here, a little more wide formation. Back to split, and there's a handoff to Johnson. He rolls to his left side, crosses the pitch, puts his head down inside the 45 to the 41-yard line. First and 10, Jackson. Sophomore made a nice cut to the outside. I think he wanted to go behind the left side of that line. Salt was open outside, turned the corner, put his head down, and got us down to the 40. Talked about gut check time in the pregame, and the Ironmen are really doing that right now. 5.25 to go in the third quarter. They lead it by seven. At the 40-yard line of Western Brown, new set of downs for the Ironmen. Winner's hands off, and he gets the Wolfers to the outside. Little roof, breaks one tackle, jukes another, then pushed out of bounds after another 13-yard gain in the first down. Nate O'Brien pancaked a man way back around the 42-yard line. He's still just climbing off. I'm sorry, that wasn't it with David Norris. Offensive line pulled both guards. Cade got to the outside so fast there. And uh, we see coming into the lineup, Jacob, out, Jacob Allen quickly comes on the field for the Ironman. The Ironman have great field position down at the 27 now. All placed on the right hash mark as the Ironman goes to the south end of the stadium. When was our last pass, Pete? Uh, and I think it was right at the end of the first half. You are so right. Okay. Ironman have taken and paid a mission here to run the ball. Oh, no. Western Brown. And Cade Wolver chases him down at the 46-yard line. Fumble on the handoff. And Western Brown comes up with the ball, squirted out of the pocket or where everybody was gathered. And uh, Big Lineman picks it up and knows what to do with it. We've done that before, but we've usually able to pick it up. But wow, that one got kicked or booted into the backfield, and Western Brown picks it up and advances in. That is a backbreaker. The Airmen had dominated the first two-thirds of this third quarter, but now Western Brown with good field position. Ironman had uh, driven into deep into, or not deep into Western Brown territory, but to the 27, everything going right, and then just, just looked like a, a couple on the snap. And Western Brown got a, able to pick it up and take it back the other way for a while. Jackfield going over the middle to Fry, and it will be... And tackled at the 39, but we have a penalty marker down. There is a flag right where Bo Landrum was able to get the interception. He looked like he deflected the ball up in the air, stayed with it, made the catch. 
I'm afraid the call is going to go against him, but boy, the home crowd is not happy with, I think, what we're going to see. We'll see. The officials haven't signaled anything yet. What a play by Bo Landerman. 24. I think it was, yeah, Bo. I mean, that's everything was right out there one-on-one. Coach Hall trying to get a description of what they're calling. And, uh, He's the 15-yard penalty from the line of scrimmage will give Novak and the Broncos a first and 10 at the Ironman 38. What an athletic play by Bo Landrum. A bit of a tough call on him. Okay, first and 10. 38-yard line. Novak will take off and run. He cuts it back to the left from the right. Pick up about seven, maybe eight yards. Well, closer to nine as he's tackled at the 30-yard line. Best stat man, tell you, when Novak's going to throw for 300-plus against you and he's going to run for maybe near 100, it makes things tough. Well, you know, you're trying to get to him, and then, uh, you know, he tucks the ball and runs. It's not like he's trying to necessarily not pass. Uh, He wants to run the ball some. Here's a rare handoff to the running back, and he has the first down at the Ironman 27-yard line. Good tackle in there for from Xander Irvin in there at the inside linebacker position. Hit him low and got him down. But it is enough for a first down. Now we're at 4.03 remaining in this third quarter. Moving clock in the Jackson Ironman with the 28-21 lead. Novak will get some pressure. He, he loses one tackle and then he will... Will be tackled short of the first down at the 22-yard line. Uh, we had him way back around the 34. It would have been a huge tackle for a loss. He breaks through the tacklers with his added strength that we didn't see last year and picks up positive yards. Yeah, gain of five. He is stronger. There's no question about it. Very tough to bring down. Last year, about 6'6", 185. This year, where they have him 6'6", 210. Eli Broman out of the lineup now. Is it an equipment problem or looked at by Jason Crawford at the moment, but Tucker Williams under the lineup for the Ironman can play either safety spot. And here goes the second and five. Novak will look, look, he has pressure, throws it out, it's caught at the twenty, and Chisholm makes a couple of moves and will go inside the fifteen to the thirteen or closer to the twelve. And a first down for the Broncos. Landerman Wiley bringing down, but you're right. He was able to get enough yards for a first down, marking about the 13-yard line, trying to tie this contest up. The Ironmen have the lead, 28-21. Seems like we were just knocking on the door. We turn it over. Wester Brown trying to take advantage of it. From the left hash mark, Novak will take off and run. He is hit inside the 10, falling forward to about the 5-yard line. He'll pick up about... Gets down to the 4. Tucker Williams comes up, hits him hard, but not till Novak found room behind his right side of the offensive line. Picks up about 8 or 9. Second and 1. Ball at the four-yard line. Novak rides it into the belly of Chisholm. Chisholm breaks one tackle and then cuts inside, and he will go into the end zone for the touchdown. 
Got a good kick out block here, and it was they went with a real tight formation, put two wideouts way out in the field, but basically basically playing nine on nine, and Chisholm able to find that hole and cut it to the outside. There's an opportunity to tie the ball game up. Twenty eight. Novak's running was such a big factor of that possession. Cunningham will get the extra point. And it is on the way, and it is good. He could couple it just inside, hadn't he? Yeah, it's uh, all tied up. 28 all. Jackson Ehrman, Western Brown. We'll take a break and be back with more third quarter action after this. Brian Moore Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. Brian Moore Construction delivers quality craftsmanship on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate, 740-418-6140. Uh, the game's almost over. We gotta start thinking about feeding these guys. No problem. I'll just hit my burrito button. And burritos magically appear? Pretty close. Hothead Burritos now has online ordering, so I can order all our favorites for quick pickup on the way home. Yes! Best mom ever. I know. Make sure you tell our kids that, too. What do you have? I'll have a burrito with brown rice, chicken, pico. Online ordering is now available at hotheadburritos.com. Hit your burrito button. Back here at uh, Jackson High School, we're all tied up, 28-all. Here's the kickoff by Cunningham. It's a low liner, and it will be picked up by Wolford at uh, around the 12-yard line. He starts the room up to the right side of the field, or left side of the field, and he's tackled at the inside, or out inside the 45, but I see a marking over on the far side of the field. Looks to me like he got a great block out there by Mike Baker, and uh penalty is against the Ironman. We've seen against a signal. The Ironman, man. We had good field position out to about the 43, and it's going to bring it back. So. Number 53. Yeah. Either way, that was a tough call. Looked like a good block from here, and we're only about 80 yards away, but... Line of scrimmage is now the 32-yard line, but we have the ball. Two minutes and 27 seconds remaining in the third quarter. And spread the field, flip back. There's winner under center. The play action has forced out of the pocket, and he will throw it up the field, and it's incomplete. And he was outside the uh, tackle, so we'll go, we go as an incomplete. They came with five that time on the blitz and finally got pressure on Jacob. He basically threw that one away. He had a receiver breaking deep late, but he didn't have an opportunity to keep his feet underneath him. The uh, Broncos mixing it up there defensively on first down. They spin, spin five. Everything this one was put up to be 28 all. Two minutes, 20 seconds to go, third quarter. What a football game. Winner's on a keeper and gets around the end on the right side and then tries to cut it back to the middle. And he'll go down for about a one-yard gain, and that brings up third and long. Good for the pursuit there by the Broncos defense. Jacob trying to make a play there. Couldn't, kept, he broke a tackle or two, but just couldn't find any room. Ironman looking to the Ironman sideline for the play. 
Inside two minutes remaining in the third quarter. We're all tied up at 28. The Broncos have never led in the game. They came back and tied as we are now. Yep. And here's the winners. A little play action. Looking downfield. The ball will be caught, but just shy of the first down by... Who caught that? Gavin Jones, Jones Gavin came Jones. across with the drag cut from his tight end position. Well, they and they are down. giving him a first down. I think we'll take it. Keep playing. Yeah. Nice job there by the sophomore to come across the field, make that catch. Got hit hard, but he held on to the football. That moves the chain for another try here for the Airmen. We are now down at 122 and a moving clock. 35 first downs between the two teams, almost evenly distributed, 18-17 favor the Ironmen. There's Roman with the handoff, and he crosses the 45, out to the 47, close to the 48-yard line. It's up five yards. Broerman gets hit in the backfield, ends up picking up four yards, and there wasn't a whole lot there, maybe five, getting almost five. Going to be a gain of five. He does a nice job getting north and south, putting that shoulder pad down and driving through the tackler. All right, the airman on a second and five. Same set, the receiver on the other side, this back, the yep. short side. There's Will stand under center, he'll pitch it to Wolford at the 50, cuts it up, got a chance. Down the sideline, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Jake Wood, Tyler Messer. Blocks out there on the quick pitch. Kate does what he does best and makes people miss in the open field and down this home home stand sideline all the way to the end zone. Fifty two yards. Is that right, Pete? Fifty two yards. You got it right, Danny. That puts Kate, although he's maybe not one hundred percent, didn't look like it on his two touchdown runs. He now has gone over the one hundred yard mark to one hundred and thirty three yards and two touchdowns. High snap, the kick. Wood does a nice oh job of getting Jake. it down. Great job there. That's fabulous. Done it for a number of years. And Thorpe kicks it through, and Jackson Ironman regained the lead. 35-28. to We'll be back right after this. Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson, they know everything about taxes. From football Friday nights to soccer Saturdays, our local sporting events are a great opportunity to spend time with your family. The Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center encourages all area families to attend a game, cheer on your team, and build traditions. Check out our website at w.
We're back here at Jackson High School as the Airmen takes the lead. We had the kickoff while we were away. Good kick down to the 14-yard line. And the returner gets it out to the, oh, looks like the, spot at the 31-yard line. Best coverage of the night for us on the kickoff team. And a beautiful form tackle by Tucker Williams there. Pete Wilson. All right. The Ironmen this time convert as they get the long run from Cade Wolford to punctuate it. Five plays. Uh, five plays and 67 yards. Cade uh, Wolford, 52 yards for the touchdown. Novak is, has a lot of pressure collapsing on him. He pitches it out to the 31. It's caught, and then Osborne has it, and he's run out of bounds on the far side of the field with 12 seconds to go. Jake Woods has to fend off a, a blocker and make the tackle. We had Novak once again looked like sacked, and he just stands in there tall, and this was almost a forward lateral to get a completion. The gain is seven. There's Novak looking quickly to the sideline. It's clearly kicked. Oh! And Powell had it in his hand. Braden jumped the, the uh, pattern, was right in the passing lane. It was high. He got his fingertips on it. Couldn't quite pull it in. He had nothing but green turf in front of him. Third down and three. And the Army crowd coming to life. Empty backfield for the, and here's Novak on a keeper. He has the first down and he'll go down at the 41. We'll give him that will be the, uh, well, they'll set the change in 3.8 seconds remaining and we're heading to the fourth quarter. Camp Broerman hit him, hit him pretty hard, uh, also. Go ahead. End of the third quarter and we'll take a break. Be back with the final quarter. Here's Jackson Irwin's football continues on Mix 96 FM. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Contact your local auto owner's insurance agent, Darrow Insurance Agency, at 340 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston. Call 384-2630. Want to get away but just can't leave the fur babies? Well, call the Red Wolf Inn. That's right, the Red Wolf Inn with a W in MacArthur. The Red Wolf Inn is your locally family-owned and operated, loving and caring dog boarding service with a super clean facility, fully fenced area to run, plenty of attention time, and belly rubs. It'll be like your four-legged friends are on their own vacation. Book that trip now and know the dogs are cared for and safe at the Red Wolf Inn. Call 740-649-8640 or contact them on Facebook to schedule. Back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Maher. We're ready for the final 12 minutes of play. The Ironman lead at 35-28. Got to earn your keep tonight, Pistol, with the statistics of a 35-28 three-quarter game. Glad to be part of it. Snap back to Novak. He's got the reception out. They're on the right side. Making that reception with Lucas Powell. He picks up about four, maybe five yards on the first down. Knocked out of bounds by Jake Wood. Short gain, which Novak loves those short passes. That sets up everything in their offense. Our run kind of sets it up for us. 
Novak directing traffic. He rolls to his left. Looking, looking, throwing it upfield, and the ball will be wide to the left of the intended receiver, and it's falling incomplete. Landrum out there in coverage, but a good late lift from the outside by Eli Broerman to force him to throw that, I think, a second quicker than he'd like to. Well, that brings up third down. And four. If you hear the bell, you know it's third down here at Alumni Stadium. Empty backfield trips to the left. Here comes pressure from the airman. Throwing it up. It's wide open at the 45 of Jackson. Breaking a tackle Chisholm, and he's inside the 40 down to the 35-yard line. Threw across the field, was open in the flat, was able to advance it another five, six yards before we got there to make the tackle. Go back with that quick release. Uh, Zachary Chisholm, number 20, with another reception. And they move the ball down to the airman 33. Like you said, Rob, go upstairs and pull that one down for the first down. Four wide here to the white side. Pass. Double pass. Double pass. Down to the end. The, it's incomplete. It was a quick pass out to or lateral on to Matthew Osborne trying to catch the off, Ironman off guard, and he throws it down to Isaiah Smith, who's well covered, and it falls incomplete. Jake would not fooled for that one a bit. Matter of fact, had a better chance of maybe getting a hand on it than the receiver did, but that's one of those plays you practice all week long trying to set up this Jackson defense and senior cornerback did not get fooled. Second down and 10. And move that and go back looking left, looking forced out of the pocket, throws it, and it will be incomplete. He had a lot of pressure coming right up the middle. Andrew Davis finally gets there and makes him throw that one out of bounds. Uh, brings up another down and long. Can the Ironman defense hang in there for one more? Brown coming from his in, or Davis coming from his inside position. Great Powell coming from the outside. They force the incomplete pass. Third and a bunch. Third and ten. Novak going without the huddle. Haven't been in the huddle all night. He has one running back beside him. And play action to him. And Novak looking over the middle. The ball will be caught. And for the first down to number 11, guess who, Matt Fry. Big hit in there by Jacob Winters, but Fry holds on to it. Get it into the red zone again. That was one of those rocket passes that got there in a short amount of time. Who set it down for 35. 28, Jackson with the seven-point lead. Here come the Broncos inside the red zone. And Novak will keep it as he goes to the left side and breaks another tackle. He's got probably a first down inside the 15 down to the 10-yard line. He'll be right at the yardage needed. Novak like second a couple feet. Using that six foot six inch frame. How many yards, Pete? He has carried the ball fifteen times through eighty eight yards. Yeah. So factor. Second and short now from the ten yard line. Novak, hands off to Chisholm. Chisholm has the first down, and he's wrapped up around the six-yard line. Coach Hall has bragged about the uh, goal line stands his defense has had. Well, this is a big one here. First down at the six. First and goal. Cody Busher comes on the field for the Ironman. Let's see if the Ironman can come up with a big play on the defensive side of things. 
Well, hand off to Chisholm. Chisholm hitting the line of scrimmage. Big hit in there, and he falls forward for maybe a yard. Across the five, but not much more. I think Delaney was in there off the bottom of the pile. Plus a lot of help from a lot of people in there. Browerman in there, as he always is. All right, the Iron Broncos break the huddle, trips to the right. And another back will keep it, takes the handoff, and he'll be down inside the five, down around the two. It'll be third down and goal. See where they six, six the ball frame when he can turn the corner a little bit, and if he falls forward, that's two yards. Yep, he had all the motion going right, and he took off back to the left. Now from the left, cash mark. Mark it right about the two-yard line. Nine minutes to go in this game. Our defense has made big plays down in this part of the end zone so far this year. And Novak's limping a little bit. Did they take a timeout? Broncos are going to have to use a timeout. Do you see him over there? He's a little bit banged up. Let's see what happens. Timeout has been called by the Broncos. We'll be back as Jackson Ehrman football continues right after this. When you hear this, the number to call is 740-286-5864. For the Glass Garage, Greg Hogue and the fine staff of the Glass Garage, located at 198 Morton Street, Jackson, is ready to fix that broken window. The Glass Garage is your auto glass specialist. They also do residential repair to fix that broken window at the home. The Glass Garage, phone 740-286-5864. Remember, the Glass Garage. You're listening to Football Friday Nights on Mix 96 FM. 8.48 remains in the game. Jackson with a 35-28 lead. Western Brown forced to use one of their timeouts as we're looking at a third down goal from the two-yard line. But Novak was a little banged up there. They took the timeout. He's certainly still back there on the field. He's not going anywhere, but... We hit him pretty hard, and he takes it all the way down to that one-yard line. The ball resting just outside the one. Line up. Chisholm is favorite back in the backfield. He's a touchdown scorer for him. And a handoff to Chisholm, and he will go into the end zone. Looks like there's movement in the backfield. Nothing called, but it is a touchdown for the Broncos. Looks like Chisholm almost gets started early. Uh, They haven't called it, so it's not a penalty, I guess. But he goes in. I think he had five touchdowns rushing the ball last week. That's two tonight for him. That's a career. Yeah, for a lot of people. So one point away from tying this one up at 35. Cunningham out of the hold is Quentin Collins. The airman trying to maintain the one-point lead. The kick on the way, and it's through the upright. Kicker's a big clutch. We're going to keep it here. We got to talk about Pete Wilson. Talk about that drive for us. But wow, you got kickers that are seven for seven extra points. We saw how important that was last week when we had an extra point miss. We lose fourteen to thirteen. They are clutch tonight. 
pistol? Right. Uh, 13 plays for Western Brown on that drive. Uh, that's a, the longest one for them tonight. Usually doesn't take them that long to score with their firepower. But uh, after the kickoff return, uh, they go 69 yards on 14 plays. Chisholm scores from one yard out. Cunningham kicks the tie in extra point. It's 35-35. to 35. And we have 8.44 to go. I can look over at the chicken scratchings, Pete, and it looks like tonight we're going to have two teams eclipse the 21st down mark. 21 first downs for Western Brown, 19 for Jackson. It's a bunch. All right, Cunningham will see the ball up on the left side. Back deep for the trio for the Airmen, Roman, Wood, and Wolford. They stand around the 10-yard line. This game is now tied up at 35-all. There's the uh, kick and a low kick, and it will be taken on the left side of the field. It goes down on one meter. Make sure he secures the ball. And, uh, Ironman will start uh, inside their 20 at the 17-yard line. Second time we've had a knee touch the ground when it looked like we were going to be able to make some more positive yards. But long field in front of us, that doesn't matter. Ironman has 35 points on the board. We kind of knew it might take more than that. Well, it's going to. 8.43 to go, 35-35. to 35. What a football game. Well, those of the ball rest on the Ironman 17-yard line. They break the huddle, and Jake Wood comes to the left side. The line is split, and Winter's hands off the left side and getting out the three-yard gain to the 20-yard line. That was uh, Cade Wolford. Well, wouldn't we love to grind out another one of those no-pass drives? Take off a little time on the clock and get that lead back, but we're 80 yards away, so we're, we're still hoping and wishing. Iron break the huddle, second and seven, ball rest at their own 20-yard line. And the Ironman stay on the ground, pitch to the left side, to over. He's got the corner, he's out to the 30, and he has the first down. Gabe Wolfer showing that speed as he's able to turn the corner and get up past the 30 to the 32. One of my favorite quotes for Tiger Woods. I know there are fans of Woods, there are not fans of Woods, but remember when they said he's better than most? Yes. Kate banged up is still better than most, didn't he? Wolfer, by the way, 16 carries, 147 yards, and two touchdowns right now. And the Airmen have another set of downs to work with as they start this. From the 31-yard line. And a counteraction in the backfield. It's Wolford. Did a nice job of fumble on the that field. That ball is on the field, but Jackson either has it or it wasn't bonus. The Ironman ball on it. Broerman falling on the fumble. Pick up uh, two yards. Uh, bring, uh, second and eight from the 34-yard line. Western Brown not foolish. They have put eight people in the box to try to stop this Ironman rushing attack. Ain't very strong this second half. Wolford checked out of the ball game for this play. The one thing we have done is slowed the pace up a little bit of this contest. 7.30 remaining. Here's the 
ball is loose, and the Army kicks it over to Johnson. Johnson down the sideline, able to turn the corner and get nine yards. Looks like the first down, enough for a first down after the 42. Boy, did Nolan show you a little speed on that play? Wow. Made a great cut to the outside right here to the home side stands and turned the corner and give the Army a very important first down. New set it down for Jackson. Clock now down to 7:19 and running. No, he'll out of stop and he went out of bounds. So Jake over talking to Coach Andy Hall with the play. Let's see what the Aaron come up with on third or a new set of downs on their own 42. Winners wants to pass, looking down the field to Jake Woods. The ball will be incomplete, and he was whoa. Jake Woods was pushed out of bounds, and I think we're going to have a whistle and a flag coming. I tell you what, the ball was overthrown a bit, but a fabulous job of Jake Woods selling interference. He felt a little contact. He puts the hands up, waves them, and he gets the call from two of the officials, and that's a big 15-yard penalty. 15-yard penalty from the move the ball into Bronco territory at first and 10, Jackson. So now with 7-13 remaining, Jackson and Western Brown tied at 35. Airman going to have a first and 10 at the Bronco at 43. Clock is now a factor, folks. Airman with three timeouts, Western Brown with two. 7-13 to go in this shootout. They operate from the left hash mark here on the near side of the field. Actors split. Here's Woods, or uh, Winters, hands off. And in the backfield was Johnson. He broke the tackle, still on his feet, and he gets another first down inside the 30-yard line. Best running we've seen the sophomore Nolan Johnson have this season. Remember last year in the games we had the lead, and he just ran over second-level defenses, and we said, this kid's going to be pretty doggone good. And he is running with some uh, ferocious attitude tonight. Absolutely. That's a first and 10. The ball be spotted at the Broncos' 28-yard line. 7.05 to go. Still on the left hash mark as the airmen work their way down towards the scoreboard end of the stadium. Winners take the snap, pitches to Johnson again. Some running room. Pushed out of bounds. He does not go down, but... Picks up positive yardage. Good block by Drew Wiley there at the wingback position. Excellent block, and it has been most of the night on these quick pitches by Trent Evans. Evans, as we said, getting healthier each week. Such a factor for this Ironman offensive line. A gain of six. Second and four. Ball down to the 22-yard line of the Western Brown. Sophomore Nolan Johnson running like a veteran. Stapleton out wide to the right side. Winner's in the shotgun. Takes the snap, and he'll take off and run. Little on a running room. Inside the 20 down to the 15-yard line, and another Ironman first down. And a late flag comes in. Now another, now a third. And these came after Jacob Leonard, who tackled down around the 16. And let's, let's see if they iron this one out. Looks like we have three dead ball penalties. This might take a moment. It's 6.54 to go in a 35-35 contest. Coach Hall directing over there from the sideline, wanting some explanation. Let's hope it's multiple penalties. The first one you would have thought maybe went against us. And then some late ones came out, real late ones came out. And, boy, some Western Brown kids aren't very happy. 
of the uh, line of scrimmage is down to the 15. That's where the he was tackled. Jacob running hard. Really did a nice job there behind that left side of the line. Five of the six officials still gathered. They'll gather trying to discuss this to see. I think the referee now has the call. Well, now Western Brown's heading over to their sideline. We have two fouls. We have a personal foul against Western Brown. We have a personal foul against Jackson. It'll still be a long set. It'll still be first down Jackson. Okay. What we thought probably happened, but it was Western Brown with the first one, us on the second one. Regardless, now they're moving it back to the line of scrimmage. Should be about the 15-yard line. Yeah. No, they shouldn't be doing that. That was it was after the play. The ball should be on the 16-yard line, well, shouldn't it? Let's see if they straighten this up. Give them an opportunity. They're still picking up some of the flags on the turf. They're marking it a first down, but they got us back at the 23, and Jacob got down to the 16. Yeah, that's the 16-yard line. Well, both teams seem to be content with the situation, so we will play from the 23, it looks like. Well, first and 10 on the... The scoreboard for the Ironman. Some of our faithful were trying to help him out. His winner's on a keeper, hitting the back. Oh, but he breaks tackles, oh, and now a penalty flag comes in again as the winner goes all the way inside the 15. Well, Jacob ran hard there, broke multiple tackles, and a late flag comes from the backfield, and that's going to be a hold. Coach Hall wanting a description of that one, but not going to work. To go in the ball game. This game is tied at 35 apiece. Jackson has it in Western Brown territory at the 32-yard line. We have shortened the game with this drive, but can we overcome a big penalty here? 6.33 to go. Running clock. 35 all, folks. They need 19 yards. Wood in the looks wide to the right for the airman. Winners under center. And play action. He's rolls. He's got Wood open, but he'll take off and run. In the wide open. open. Touchdown, Drew Worley. What a beautiful play call. That was the same play they hit Jake Wood earlier when he had one-on-one coverage out there. Play action fake by Winters. He was able to stand strong in the pocket and finds a wide open Drew Wiley on the backside at the goal line. And whoo, that a thing of beauty. 32 yards and the Ironmen are up 41 to 35. This one's big. We need to keep this perfect roll going on extra points. Chance has been outstanding. Here's the snap. There's a kick on the way, and it's on the way, and it will be no good. No, I think that I'm afraid. Doggone it. Just right of the goalpost. 41-35 is your score. Jackson with the precarious six-point lead. Still 6-13 remaining, and we'll be back with more Ironman football right after this. Thank you. 
With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Rice or Equipment of Lucasville on US 23 or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today or visit them online at riceyourequipment.com or on Facebook. Your home of Jackson Ironman football is Mix 96 FM. Ironman Connect for the uh, touchdown pass to go up by six. The extra point miss, 41-35 feet. Eight plays, 83 yards that time, mostly on the ground. Uh, the touchdown comes on a 32-yard pass, though, to a wide-open Drew Wiley. As uh, Jacob Winter is able to avoid the rush, step up, and hit the touchdown pass to go ahead. However, the extra point fails, so the difference is only six, and Western Brown has 6-13 to work with as the kickoff comes. Dr. Brown's kickoff will sail to the 20-yard line, taken by Smith. Smith around the left side, out to the 35, back around the 36 or 37-yard line. J.T. Hammond's out there, forces him out of bounds. Market at the 36, 41 to 35. All right. Broncos have two timeouts. We still have all three. Line of scrimmage will be the 36-yard line. It operates on the left hash mark. Bruno back. And in the gun. Goes to the right side. The pass is caught out in the flat to the right by Brady Sutton. And Sutton is knocked out of bounds after a nine-yard game. They had trips out there, really tight formation, and they just send two deep, and one stands there in the flats, and he's open. Very hard play to cover. Well, they moved the change. It didn't quite look like enough. Uh, we'll give them a change for the first down. Fisher wants the clock to start. So did Butcher wrapped him up, and I think they had him tackled inbounds, even though he ended up out of bounds. The referee is tying the shoe of one of the Bronco players over and beyond the call of duty. Yeah, sure is. Okay, clock is running. New set of downs for the Broncos. They are at their own 46-yard line. Novak. Dangerous on his feet and in the air. Here's the pitch out, and they're going to get him for illegal procedure. Wiley checks back into that Ironman defense. You know, I, I think we're at 536 to go, and nobody yet has asked for any money back on this. Certainly has. No. First and 15, Novak has pressure. They throw it out in the flat to us, as Chisholm has it, and he is pounded as he hits the 48-yard line over there on the far side of the field. And in camp, knocks him out of bounds. They get the penalty yards back, but not much more. It'll be second and nine. Mark at the 47-yard line of the Broncos. Second and nine, it moves the ball over towards the left hash mark. Lock is stopped. Second and nine. 
Drift to the right side. Empty backfield for Novak. Here comes the blitz. And he steps up into the pocket. It's picked off! Oh, no! Holy cow! How did that happen? Darren Heather and coming down with the uh, football and picking up the first down of 13 yards. Braden Powell had fingertips on it, but it goes off his hand into the receiver's hands into Jackson territory. Mark at the 41-yard line. Novak did push up there knowing he shouldn't have thrown that pass. But we had it defended well, but a break for the Broncos. He set it down. Snap back to Novak looking over the middle. He's got Chisholm out there, and it's incomplete at the 20-yard line. Eli Broerman with good coverage. Same pattern there where they put three men tied out there, and they run off that, try to basically break one of the people open, and uh, Ironman covered that one very nicely. That stops the clock at 4.51. The Ironman clean to a six-point lead here in the fourth quarter. A mere 76 points scored tonight, folks. Second down. down. Zero to zero last week at halftime. There's Novak. Strike some pressure, but he stands strong. Looks up the field. It's caught and keeping him inbound. Making the reception is number 25. That's um, Matthew Osborne. Picked up a seven. Give their offensive line some credit there. They let him have time. They picked up the blitz and he hit a drag cut coming across. Okay, watch number 11 for the Broncos. Ironman's showing blitz. Novak looks towards the sideline. Off moving at 420 to go. Ironman crowd making some noise. Novak takes the snap, looks to the right, now back to the left, forced out of the pocket. He'll go deep down the sideline and is incomplete. Wanted to go down to about the 20-yard line. Coverage out there by Braden Powell. Bo Landrup over there. Fourth down play right now. This becomes, in a 41-35 contest, the biggest play of the game. It certainly does. At the Ironman 35-yard line, fourth down. They need to get to the 31. Go back past it. So he's right on his feet. He's always capable of that. That four yards is a long way for the quarterback keeper. Trips out to the right. Empty backfield. Novak will take off and run. He does it at the last effort. He Where do they mark him? Looks like it. a mark over here is short, and the line judge on this side has him a good yard short. At the 32-yard line. get talked out of it. It doesn't look like he will. It will be... Ironman taking over on downs, it appears. It looks like it's it a is a first down for the Jackson Ironman. The defense came up strong. Now the Ironman have four minutes and one second to go to try to steal the victory here, leading by six. Western Brown undefeated coming into tonight's game at 3-0. The Ironman struggling at 1-2 after two heartbreaking losses. I hate it. I didn't even see who wrapped up for the Ironman. I thought Braden Powell was in there. I couldn't tell for sure, but somebody held him a yard short of where he needed to go. Winners comes onto the field. With instructions from Coach Hall. Ball security. Play defensively by that Jackson defense. Wood looks to the right. 
Back to split. Leonard hands off to is that Nolan Johnson picks up five, maybe six yards. Well, how about seven after the 40 or 39? Gain of seven on that first down here. Number six growing up a little bit tonight. Utilizing brilliantly. The Ironmen have ran three backs out of that backfield. They have run a lot of plays. There's been a lot of plays in this game. Pete give us those kind of numbers in the post game. Right. You know, one of the keys was ball control, and the Ironmen are going to have a lot more offensive plays than Justin Brown, even though Brown scored 35 points. Yep. Take it, Winters Henderson, a senior captain at the 39-yard line. Takes a snap, pitches to the right side, and it's over with the first down in out to the midfield stride. He's got a first down in the arm and moved the chain. Highland Messer with a beautiful block there at the 40-yard line that opened it up for Cade, and then Cade accelerated. Block is down to 3.05 and running. They've been running that quick pitch to Evans' side more, and he's been brilliant tonight doing that. The left tackle, but that time the right tackle had a great block out there to open it up. And their own 49-yard line. The Ironman break the huddle. Hickwood's here the near side of the field. Winners hands off. Hit in the backfield and then falling forward across the 50. And uh, the Ironman... Line judge, I think, blew it dead way before. The crowd is worried that they're allowed that one to keep playing, but he's got his marked at the 49. He picked up two, two yards. Yeah. The crowd also wanted, uh, once the whistle blew, the, the defenders yeah. didn't want to let go of Nolan Johnson. Our crowd's been trying to help this officiating crew as much as they could. All right. So you can't blame Western Brown for trying to hang on for dear life with Nolan Johnson. Right. Now down to two minutes and ten seconds to go. Western Brown has has two timeouts left. The Ironmen are very content to grind this whole second half out. And if they can grind it out for two more minutes, a huge win. Flip back formation. Take winners, hands off, left side. And Johnson powers his way across the 45. Still on his feet. Has the first down. Still on his feet inside the 30. The 40-yard line. He's down. You're going to blow it dead. Johnson kept hold of it. It was rugby football once again, about four or five of the linemen pushing him. He kept his feet driving, and he takes it all the way down to the 38-yard line. We have been the aggressor tonight. First and ten after that big carry by sophomore Nolan Johnson. Now the clock is moving, and the airmen have another timeout. The timeout is now being called on the field. We'll be back for Jackson Airmen football right after this. Hello, Osborne Equipment Service. I need to order pizza. We don't have any pizza. Can I get a cheeseburger? We don't have any food. I think you might have the wrong number. You always say you have something for everyone. We do with parts and service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs. And we're family-owned and operated. We don't do food, but I've got a truck so I can go pick up a pizza if you want. While you're at it, my mom wants a salad. Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. The Jackson Ironmen play here on Mix 96 FM. Number six, Nolan Johnson. 
one minute, 42 seconds. They've added some time back on the clock to go in this football game. Western Brown with one timeout remaining. They stop the clock here as the Ironmen have picked up the first down and a new set of downs. Huge play, huge first down. They use a timeout. Probably going to have to burn one after this play. Ironman really shown some emotion as they came over to the sideline. Placed in the center of the field. Jacob Winters will line his team up. And takes the snap and hands off to Johnson. He's been the workhorse here, and he gets to the 35, and then pushed backwards, and there's that timeout. Boy, they put, they've been him back, but he held on to the ball and gets it to the 35. Timeout on the field. Western Brown utilizes their last timeout, and that stops the clock at 134. That is huge. That is huge. Now, Jackson, Pete, do the math. We can't quite run it out. We could. We're going we're gonna to watch that clock each time. Take a snap. We can... We can think about taking the knees right now. We just have to have no fumbles, control it, take a knee. That's going to put you under a minute. We're looking at second down and seven. The ball rests at the Broncos 35. It's right. We could possibly, you know. As Coach Hall said that they worked, Jacob, this week, they worked hard with watching that 25-second clock in each end zone and utilize as many seconds between plays as you can. And that doesn't sound like you would have done that in a 41-35 to game. But that's the kind of team we're playing tonight. Do not want to have number two in the white with another chance to... I told somebody we need 30 to have a chance to win. They said, I think we need more. I think 41 was the magic number. Here we go. Second and seven. Winners. Left side handoff. Can he... Penalty flag comes in as the handoff goes to Wolford. Wolford tackled inbound, and they're going to get Ironman with a hold. Boy, that was one thing we didn't need. That stops the clock. Until they... uh, Mark off the penalty. They're going to give the Ironman another. It is going to be another snap. That's right. Yeah, they give them another snap. Now they looks like they're going to decline the penalty. Yeah, they're just their radio broadcast crew just said that you need to decline it to count to lower the snap. It should be third down. The Ironman need about five. The ball rested to thirty-three yard line. Interesting call. That works. Now, start the clock. They got us marked needing six. It's really about five. We got to get to the 28. Mark the ball at the 33. Officials want to stop things and talk things over again. Coach over there wanted an explanation. The clock should run, should it not? When they mark the penalty off and set the ball ready for play, it should start. This is where Jacob can sit and watch that 25-second clock and wind some seconds off this. Clock would be down close to a minute, and it'll bring up the fourth down if the airmen don't pick up the yardage. On the snap? No. No, it should start right now. All right. Well, that's a break for Western Brown. I'm going to work out of an eye formation. Ball protection, I assume. There's a pitch to the left side. There we go. There we go. It's over down the sideline. He's got the first down at the 12-yard line. It's awful. 
close to being over now. Fabulous job on that pitch to this near side. Left side of that line's been awfully good all night long. Ironman line up in the I formation first time this evening and pitch it here to the near side of the field. Cade Wolford takes it down to the, well, mark him out at the 16-yard line. Wiley Jones, both tackles, been very strong. I don't think I don't think it's 121. I don't think the Ironmen even have to hand it off now. Box moving. They go into the into the uh, protect formation. Now the officials stop the clock. Going to give the Ironmen a 25 second clock. The, the, the game clock should start. There we go. And there it starts, and that's what Coach Hall wanted. Now Jacob will sit there and watch it wind down. It's at 18 seconds. We're at 102. The Broncos have no timeouts remaining. The they got a safety back there in Cade Wolfers. Should something unthinkable happen? Winners, three seconds, takes the snap, goes to a knee. Now the clock down to 44 and running. Wonderful job there by Jacob, showing the patience, let it run down. Now it's going to count down from 35 We've seconds. got a five-second difference on play clock. Yep, we got to take one more knee. Western Brown is already lining up at the 50-yard line, ready for the handshake. Huge celebration taking place on this Jackson sideline. Don't know if I remember a team that needed this win much worse than the Ironman did tonight. Winners will take this snap. That will be it's over. And the Jackson Ironman have broken the streak and ended their losing streak here at home against the undefeated Western Brown Broncos. What a sweet victory tonight. Wow. What a huge win by a team, like I said, that needed a win. And boy, did they gut it out tonight. Feature stats, I can't wait to hear the rushing stats tonight. And it's maybe the attempts even more impressive than the yards. Well, I tell you what, as we shorten the game on a team that can put 60 on you. I'm sure Coach Hall's going to talk about it because when it was going the other way, he wasn't afraid to, to talk about it, to talk about it last week. I think he kind of called out the Ironmen totally that they can play better, and I think he really challenged the offensive line, and did they come through when the game was on the line? Yeah, they certainly did. They won the game, and then they put the game away. That offensive line has to be very proud of themselves. The execution of the Ironman. We turned it over, what, once, twice? Whatever it was, we overcame it tonight. We did a heck of a job on getting the turnovers controlled. We we got three off one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Ohio. Yes, we did. Two interceptions and a uh, fumble from him. So every phase of the game was very special tonight. A uh, big win here at home for the Ironman as we go to two and two on the preseason. And you've got a I've got an answer to that question why the clock didn't start, and it's from one of our favorite officials in all of Ohio in history, and one of the good guys that used to You're coach so here. You're it, aren't you? Well, I am stretching it a touch. Wayne Horsley, Texas. He is listing. That's pretty neat. Offended team gets the option of clock status. They were the offended team. They declined it, but they still had the option to keep the clock stopped till the snap. Thank you, Wayne. All right. We appreciate it, Mr. Horsley. And, uh, boy, the Army come away with a 6.41-35 victory. 
uh, people that came out tonight to Alumni Stadium, what a special night to, to see a 41-35 victory and to be the team that beat us in two very similar games last year. They were heartbreakers. We had lost a couple heartbreakers. We needed this. We really needed this. And uh, the, the team is now in the end zone with the band. They're playing the fight song. You know, we were so down last week, and we looked so up this week. That bus ride was a long one. It was a long one, and... And I give you a lot of time to reflect, and uh, but the Ironman put it all together. Good week yeah. preparation, good week, good game plan, and uh, come in tonight. Well, we said, the, uh, said early on, Western Brown. I think they're a nine and one team. That one had to be us in my mind. All right, well, and uh, by golly, it was. Well, the Ironman won it tonight. Still, lots to come tonight's post game. We'll give away some awards. Pete Wilson statistics, Coach Andy Hall, and uh, lots more as the Jackson Ironman. Win here tonight, forty-one thirty-five, and we'll take it back to the station for a few for a few moments for a timeout. Like New Cleaning Services is a locally owned, family-operated cleaning service based in Jackson. Like New provides a variety of cleaning services, including residential and commercial, and pressure washing. If you don't have the time or the heart to clean it, let Like New revive your dirtiest and lift your spirits. You can rest knowing the job was done right. For a done-right cleaning service where quality meets integrity, call Like New Cleaning Services today for a free quote at 740-879-5055. That's 879-5055. When you think of your community bank, are you thinking of leading technology? Things like mobile banking and mobile deposit? Being able to pay a friend using Zelle? Are you thinking of best-in-class bill pay and customized account alerts? If you're thinking of those things, then you must be thinking of Jackson County Banking Center. They have leading technology and local support. And by local, we mean right here in your neighborhood. Leading technology, local support. That's Jackson County Banking Center. Member FDIC. This is Joel Wood with Infinity Insurance Solutions in Jackson. Having the right players in the right places is critical for positive outcome. We at Infinity Insurance Solutions have some of the best. This puts Infinity Insurance Solutions in the best position to get the best insurance value for your business, business auto, home, personal auto, classic vehicle, life, IRAs, and annuities. Let our team find the best solution for you. Infinity Insurance Solutions of Jackson. Call Joel Wood, Shauna Davis, or Dwayne Boring at 740-286-4385. Big Bowl, Lil Bowl, Low Cal, Low Carb, Keto, Paleo. At Hothead Burritos, we have fresh, healthy choices in just the right size with custom craft recipes that are perfect for you. Build your own personal big or little bowl your way and with way more choices at Hothead. Crisp veggies, signature sauces, hot off the grill lean chicken, tender steak, mouth-watering pork, and more. Don't give up taste. Get more flavor. Get more freshness. Get more at Hothead Burritos. Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson, they know everything about taxes. 
High school football is back. At Queen Bee Cleaning, we understand what this means for families. Long nights and dirty equipment thrown throughout the house. As a parent myself, I know how fast they can all pile up. Let your players focus on sweeping the floors with their opponents. Queen Bee can handle the ones at home. We offer professional cleaning with a personal touch. We're insured and offer cleaners for both residential and commercial properties. So if the busyness of the season has you in a pinch, call Queen Bee Cleaning at 740-418-2710 or message us on our Facebook page today. You're listening to the Jackson Iron Men on Mix 96 FM. Can you take a deep breath right now? I'm trying. Get my heart rate down. Yeah. Tell you what, if you bought the booster seats here at Alumni Stadium and you're disappointed in the games you've watched here, think of two of the classics. We lost one, we won one, but two classics, 29-26, 41-35. Wow, has it been a fun atmosphere up here. Fans about to entertain us again. We have a lot of fans to stay for that. Yeah. And great, great ball game. Great come from behind, or not come from behind, but the Ironman held on to it. A great hold on. What it never got behind, but they kept answering us. And uh, wow. I don't, I don't know. I got to calm down a little bit. Well, you fun. calm down, and while we talk about our sponsors after the game, the player of the game, and the collision of the game, and we always start with Monroe collision of the game. And Dan, let's talk about that. Well, defense came up with so many stops, lots of stops tonight. But tonight, this game was won in the trenches the second half. Pete will have numbers that will astonish you here to verify that. Um, don't think I'm making this up. But winner, I mean, the winners tonight, big players, Alan Adams, Nate O'Brien, David Norris, Tylen Messer, Gavin Jones, Brody Butcher. Um, tell you, a young man who's playing an awful lot comes in a tight end or wing back is Drew Wiley. Those guys blocking up front, plus the lead backs who didn't get it. We were in two back backfield quite a bit tonight. Did a fabulous job of controlling the line of scrimmage. We're going to pick an offensive lineman tonight, as good as the defense came up with huge plays. But we thought the quick pitch tonight to Kate Wilford was one of our top offensive plays, especially the second half. We were able to get outside, but a great big old guy who's getting healthier every week, Trent Evans. Stepped up tonight and got a couple really beautiful blocks out there. We talked about his pancake block at one point. That was in the first half. Second half, he just sealed off his man, and Kate takes advantage of that, and we get a lot of positive yards. So, Trent Evans, you are our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winner. Congratulations, Youngster, and congratulations to that whole offensive line. That team, our running backs, we used three running backs. They all run- We used four running backs, so Jacob Winters, too. We had four running backs for factors in the second half, and the offensive line had to make that possible. Trent Evans, senior captain, six foot four, two hundred fifty pounds. Congratulations, you are our Monroe Collision Kid of the Game Award winner. And now we turn our attention to the Player of the Game, sponsored by Jason Gillen Insurance. Well, that you know, it's great job you do. Thank you so much. Gillum Insurance Player of the Game for years and years and years tonight. Nobody wins it twice in the regular season. And we lean towards seniors. A young man tonight had his greatest game receiving the ball. He returns on special teams. 
He plays a great cornerback on defense, and you know tonight you had to make plays in the secondary. Um, the most lethal offense we'll see all year long. He just was fabulous, and he was great last week, and he could have won it last week. This week we just couldn't help but go to numerous players, but tonight, J- Jacob Woods, you are a player of the game. Congratulations. Jake is playing with some banged-up ribs. People probably didn't know that. He was in pain tonight, and what an effort he gave the Ironman. And, uh, he really Paul talked about him in the pregame show, how well he played last week. That's two weeks in a row. Then. He really gutted it out there tonight. Yes, he did. He's, Congratulations. He's playing with some pain, and he played an outstanding football game for the Ironman. Yes, he did. Yes, Congratulations. Coach Hall's working his way up here. He's still shaking hands with Pee Wee players he sees in the stands. He shook every young man's hands, about 140 of them, when we honored the Pee Wees in the pregame tonight. That was always a special moment, but what a game. Now, we're going to take a timeout, and we're going to give Coach Hall a chance to catch his breath. Okay, well, let me first thank Jason Gillum insurance. Thank you once again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're the best. All right, we'll take a timeout, and we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football right after this. Auto and Truck Tire Center is your one-stop shop for all your mechanical and tire needs. Auto and Truck Tire Center offers 24-hour road service for your tires. Auto and Truck Tire Center will also come out to your farm for all your farm tire problems. So if you have a mechanical or a tire problem, give Auto and Truck Tire Center a call. 740-286-2290. That's 286-2290. Or stop in at 14700 State Route 93 in Jackson. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do here. That makes one of us because I go bowling at Leo Wilson every week. You do? Yes. I joined the league, which means I go to Leo Wilson to bowl and have fun socializing with my friends weekly. Do you ever get hungry when you go bowling at Leela of Wilson? Not anymore since Amori's Pizzeria popped up inside of Leo of Wilson. They bring award-winning pizza to my bowling team's table every week. Man, that sounds like fun. Can I still join the fun at Leela of Wilson? Sure you can. Leagues are now forming. Stop in at 15 North Park Avenue in Boston, or give us a call at 740-384-6670. You can be sure that you're getting the right coverage at the right price. At the Sheward Folks Insurance Agency, it's all about relationship. We work one-on-one with you to make sure your auto, home, farm, or business is protected by a quality insurance company. That's why we work with Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. We know you can trust Ohio Mutual to protect what matters most to you and your family. Once you see how Ohio Mutual cares for your needs, you'll trust them as well. Give us a call at 740-286-1708. We can recommend the best coverage from the best companies like Ohio Mutual. Go Ironman. Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340. What does it mean when you join our team at Holzer? Well, lots of things. It means a family atmosphere with competitive pay rates. It means new nurse training and professional development. It means tuition reimbursement and continuing your education. It means paid holidays off, including your birthday. Are you considering a career at Holzer? Then visit holzer.org to learn more. Think Holzer first. 
Are you looking for a great tractor at an affordable price? Stop by Wagner Rental of Jackson to test out an LS tractor. From 25 horsepower to 100 horsepower, Wagner Rental has the perfect LS tractor for you. All LS models are backed by a two-year full warranty and a six-year drivetrain warranty, so you can't go wrong. With over 50 years in the farming business, LS Tractor is your trusted source. Come by Wagner Rental on Twin Oaks Drive in Jackson to get finance for your new LS Tractor today. Excel in your field. High school football is back. At Queen Bee Cleaning, we understand what this means for families. Long nights and dirty equipment thrown throughout the house. As a parent myself, I know how fast they can all pile up. Let your players focus on sweeping the floors with their opponents. Queen Bee can handle the ones at home. We offer professional cleaning with a personal touch. We're insured and offer cleaners for both residential and commercial properties. So if the busyness of the season has you in a pinch, call Queen Bee Cleaning at 740-418-2710 or message us on our Facebook page today. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forage work. With up to 168 horsepower, it has superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, and all-day comfort. It also comes with your choice of a 30x15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission, and it was rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to or visit your hometown Kubota dealer, Rice or Equipment of Lucasville on US 23, or in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo today, or visit them online at riceequipment.com or on Facebook. This is Football Friday Night on Mix 96, WKOV-FM, Oak Hill, a Jackson County broadcasting station. Well, we are back here at Jackson High School, and we're now joined by Jackson High School head football coach Andy Hall. And, boy, it's a lot better evening tonight as you come up here and join us compared to two weeks ago. The atmosphere was great. We talked about that. But tonight, fans, got, they got their money for it. They did. And I'll tell you, we're getting those money worth through the schedule we're playing this year. But uh, I'm just so proud of our kids. I told them after the game, I said, in, in all the years I've coached here, my staff and I, that I don't remember a win that a group deserved mo- more than this group deserved tonight. I mean, we've just been going through this this grind and, and just coming up short. And, I mean, you know, when you work as hard as these kids do in the weight room in the offseason and the summer two days and they've got all these goals and they're just so committed to this program and to keep coming up short, it just it, it's gut-wrenching. And it's not like we're getting beat by, you know, 30 points, you know. Four points in two games. And so you, you keep, you know, grinding. You keep telling them, hey, just keep on the path. Here's the plan. You know, but also there was going to be some doubt in mind once while he keeps saying, well, we stay on the plan, but look, we're, we're losing. And we, I told him tonight, I said, guys, there's a master plan in all this. This is why we're doing this, you know. And you will learn how to win big games when you get in big games. I mean, sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them, but you got to learn how to, to play in them. And I thought tonight, even though we made some big mistakes, um, we didn't hang our head tonight. You know, I thought that you know, we give up a big play, we played the next play. Emotion never stopped. There. Right. You we, you know, you could feel it. Right. In, in the last two games, we could make a turnover, do something, you know, crazy. I mean, it was just like the world come to an end. And tonight, you know, our seniors kept them up and kept playing and, you know, we're able to make big plays and, and stay ahead of the sticks. You know, I told us we have to be ahead. You know, they can tie it, but we, they tie it with us getting the ball back. We can't punt. You know, punt is a turnover against teams like this. And then we go three and out the first possession and punt. Only one punt. You know, we punted one time. One time they punted. One time. None. And that's kind of where the game always is. I mean, we talked about in the pregame show. You know, we average 40 points a game against these guys, and they average you know, 29 against yeah. us. Yeah. So it was not far from that again. Yeah. So close. You know, but I'm just so so happy with our kids. You know, they Second deserve this. Time. Seventh time we played them, and it's been these kind of shootouts endlessly. Yeah, the games last forever. I saw I, I coach after the game, and he's a great guy. And 
he gave me a big hug. He said, heck, we could do this forever. And I'm like, I don't know if I can live forever doing this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a great atmosphere. You know, our, our fans, you know, after two games, you know, in a row losing, we came back and had a packed house tonight. We honored, you know, we recognized our Pee Wee program and coaches, and that was exciting. I think you shook and about 140 hands. 140, 150 kids. And, I, you know, we looked at that in the offseason. That would be a great place to put that game because our kids feed off those little kids. Those little kids, I mean, they treat them like superheroes, you know, and they haven't come out of the tunnel, and there they all are. And it helps boost them. And I told the guys before the game, I said, you're playing for those little ones. They don't care what your record is. They want to see you play. And I said, go play. And, boy, did we. Yeah, we did. We did. And it was. And you mentioned it. I tried to say it at the end. I don't remember a team needing a win like this one any more than this one did tonight. We are really a good football team. And we have potential very high ceiling. Right. We did this one tonight. We did. And, you know, I told you guys, I said, you know, the bar will never be lowered. I mean, the bar is high in this program, and we're going to keep that standard high in expectations, and that's just the way it is. You're going to play here in Jackson, and you got you got to expect that. And I thought tonight our kids rose to that bar and exceeded it at times. And, you know, I was so proud of our coaching staff. You know, we come up, we grinded this week. I don't think any of us slept all week, especially my defensive guys. I mean, how are you going to stop this kid? But we got some turnovers tonight. We, we picked them off a couple times. Twice. Fumble, fumble. I mean, that was huge, you know. And but again, you know, our turnovers hurt us a little bit too. And we still got to work on that. But uh, but again, even when we turned the ball over, we didn't hang our heads, and that was a big thing tonight, a big key um, to get it done. Nice to get another defensive score. A beautiful job yeah. by Jacob Winters reading that interception. He right. could have walked in. Yeah, he was so open. And uh, how about another big interception in the end zone by Eli Browerman? Those are huge plays. I think he's had interception every week. Yeah, um, he's after Evan Spires' kind of record. I know. He was here tonight. Good to yeah, see him. Yeah, it was great to see him. Johnny Farley was here tonight. He graduated my son, seventeen. He's been in Alaska serving over, you know, serving the military. But um, you know, I was just so proud of our kids. You know, defensively we played hard. You know, we didn't get a lot of pressure tonight on the quarterback. But I thought our secondary we hung in there, made some plays. Um, you know, we got the turnovers that we needed. And then, you know, offensively, you know, different guys now, you know, we, we moved Drew Wiley to basically a wing formation tonight and really hammered him up inside. You know, I thought our running backs ran hard. You know, Kate hit the ISO play for about a 40-yard touchdown run. Eli ran hard inside. You know, Nolan Johnson really gave some really tough yards. You know, looks like you know and those two are getting frustrated, too, because they are big-time running backs. I mean, they can hit and go with the distance, and we haven't had any room for those guys. Um, you know, ball security was key tonight. You know, I know the you know, things we're going to work with Jacob a little bit on. You know, he had you know a couple of miscues again tonight that we're going to try to fix. But again, I mean, he's stuck in there. You know, and I told him, I said, you know, you're you're, you're a big time player. You got to play big. I said, you got to ignore all the noise and you just got to just suck it up and play. And I thought he did. And that touchdown pass he threw on the on the waggle to Drew Wiley. I mean, he was wide open. There was no one thirty yards of him, but him pressure, be able to look backside and hit that thing was a great pass. Um, you know, Jake Wood, what a warrior again tonight. I mean, my God, I don't know how many catches he had, but he had a bunch. Over 100 yards at halftime. Yeah, I mean, he absolutely, you know, he's our go-to guy. And then, you know, a corner, he's playing a great corner again. But, um, gosh dang it, I'm just so tickled to okay. have these kids. 21-0 at halftime. They get the ball to start with. Somewhere in that halftime locker room, you made a decision, we're going to run it down their throats in the second half, shorten the game. Yes. And, my gosh, we had four different people running it. We had tons of people blocking, but our offensive line stepped up. They're seniors, so they shouldn't have stepped up, but they played one of their finest games I've seen them play in a long, long time. We dominated. They did, and I told them at halftime, I said, that's the key. They get the ball the second half, and we don't want to trade with them being ahead. 
um, we got to get a stop. And we were able to do that and then be able to score. And then all of a sudden now we're ahead of the chains. And that was the whole goal. And, and again, our offensive line, you know, the senior, I know Coach Hall, you know, he, he, <laughs> he got after, after the rear ends this week about we got to start dominating people. We got to be who we know we can be. And I know Alan Adams said, looked at us and says, I'm going to play the game of my life tonight. Keep me in there. Let's go. And I tell you what, he rallied a lot of those guys. And I know Nate O'Brien was cramping a little bit, but he wasn't coming out of the game. He said, don't worry about it, Coach. I'm not leaving. You know, and Trent Evans and Tyler Messer. And, we thought and Trent had a great game on those quick pitches. He did. And, you know, job of yeah. the outside there. And David Norris, those guys, I mean, they just manned up tonight. And then, like I said, Gavin Jones playing tight end, a sophomore. You know, he's a big body. He's going to be really, really good. He got a lot of good minutes tonight. Had a real nice catch. Uh, on a, on a waggle pass again. And then, you know, like I said, then Drew Wiley, man, he came in there and, and did a fabulous job with that wing. We just put it in this week. And then, like I said, our three running backs got a chance to move, move the chains. And, and I thought, you know, all three of them played really well. It's good to see Kate get a little more involved. He obviously yes. he's playing, as you said, not 100%, but well, he gutted it out yeah. tonight and had a big game. He did, you know, and, and he, He's still not 100%. His ankle's still by him a little bit. But, I mean, he's a warrior. I mean, all those guys are. I mean, I said Nolan Johnson and, and Eli and Cade, you know, I go into foxhole with them any day of the week. I mean, those guys are, are just flat-out warriors, and, and they're going to gut it out. But, again, you know, they held on the football tonight, which was a key emphasis for us. Um, like I said, we still have a few turnovers we got to clean up, but I'm just so tickled to death. And we had a – I don't know if you know tonight, but we had a new kicker tonight freshman soccer player who's never had to put a football helmet on he, in his life. He now has scored one more point than his dad ever did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make sure. Yeah, I, I bet he's listening. Yeah, I bet Jason's listening to that one. But, I mean, you know, he had a good week of practice, and I just pulled the trigger. I said, hey, big boy, I said, it's your time. And he was he actually got hurt in the soccer game last night, and he kind of came up to me at the study hall today. He said, hey, coach, I kind of sprained my ankle. I said, I don't really care. Don't worry. I said, I don't care. Don't worry. I said, he said, not much on my kicking ankle. I said, what's good? We'll tape up the other one. Let's go. Yeah. And, you know, he had to come in uh, late on an extra point and made it. But, again, I thought our special teams played better. Uh, you know, when I had one punt in the game, so punt, punt return wasn't a factor. Our kickoff return team was getting better. We made some changes on that. We got good field position. So, you know, I just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I am completely wore out because, I mean, I'm telling you, it, this this has been a grind. And, you know, we, we got to get back at it again next week. With all the wrinkles in your forehead, I understand. It's a tough two weeks. But I'll tell you what, you got to enjoy this one for a few minutes, but we've got to bring up the fact that it is Berg Week. Yes. I mean, and like I told the kids, at the end of the day, we know who the rivalry is. I mean, us and Ironton is becoming a big rivalry, but, I mean, we've played Wiersburg a lot longer. And, you know, we've had some epic battles with them, too. And it's been three years since we've been down there. And, um, you know, they're starting to play really well. I know they had a big win again tonight, so they're sitting at 3-1. and one. You know, could have won that week one game against Ironton. Yep. They're right in the game. They right turned there. the ball over late. But, uh, you know, it's a running football team this year. A little bit different than what we've seen. Uh, they're very, like we did, what we did tonight in the second half is kind of what they do all the time. I mean, they're going to run a lot of formations, going to run down your throat, play action pass, big quarterback has that can run a little bit. Um, not as, you know, not as threatening on the perimeter as they've been, but he can on the play action make some plays. But defensively, they're really, really good. I mean, they play a four-down lineman, and they spin and twist and turn and everything else, and, you know, they make you earn it. And, and again, at that Wittersburg, great environment. Um, 
you know, it's a big, it's a big game for us. You know, it, it, you know, that's kind of rivalry now. When you look at all of our games, that is Probably the number, number one, one. number one, number one, yeah. the number one rivalry. And I know, you know, Coach Willard, I have a ton of respect for him. Of course, he's from Gallup originally, so I mean, he comes from this rivalry, Gallup Jackson, for many years. So, um, you know, I know it, it means a lot to them. But you know, again, this was a huge win for our kids tonight with momentum. Uh, we'll need it into a big, you know, hostile environment next week, and then we start league play. So, um, this is why we signed up for this stuff. Is, is to grind it out and learn how to win tough games, and hopefully it will, it'll, you know, it will help us down the road. Sure, looks like the Ironman learned a lot from last week's loss, and then put it into action tonight. Game away, you do. I mean, it's not you want to lose, and we never want to lose, but you can lose. You can learn from that, you know. And you got to take those mistakes and, and, and improve on them. And you know, just as a coach, I mean, I looked at that my film last week, and I made three horrible third down calls. I mean, horrible. I'm, I'm my film. I'm like. No, I'm not thinking. A horrible call. I didn't even because the kids in a, in a position to be successful. And I told the kids that. I might say, guys, I said, I could look in the mirror too as a head coach and say, am I doing what I have to do to put you guys in a successful position? And I said last week, I didn't do that. And so I had to really, you know, soul search. And, you know, I told my wife, I said, hey, I got to be better. I just got to be better. And, you know, I haven't been very happy she around now. Oh, she did. Oh, she, she agreed with me. But, I mean, I haven't been fun to live with this week. I mean, I know that. And, um, but I mean, it just it means so much to everyone in our in our in our circle that you know we just you know we got to play better and we did play better tonight. I thought again, I thought the coaches did a great job of putting these kids in position to win. And oh, I'm telling you, get a couple a couple of days, you know, a day day and a half, and then we got to grind it out again I next guess week. One last thing, when we got that one first down that was going to make us just be able to take a knee two more times to win. You had coaches. Now they don't jump real high, but boy, they were trying. There was some emotion out there that I love seeing, and they, all you guys deserve it. You do, but all your staff. All oh, they do. I yeah. mean, because I mean, like I said, defensively. I mean, how you, you try to prepare against stuff like that? You see once a year, and you know the guy leads the nation in passing. And I mean, it's just it's not very often that you play against people like that. And you know, he delivered again tonight. But we got the stops we needed. We, we thought that, hey, if we can get to 40, we thought if we can get to 40, we can win. Because um, the last two years, I mean, the last two games, we're just a little bit short. And, you know, uh, we're going to give up points against these guys. But, again, we stayed ahead of the sticks. We, you know, they scored, but we scored. We, were, we always had the ball when they would score or not. So, again, that helped us a ton. Never trailed, but, you know, it was tied up three times. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Well, go celebrate this victory tonight. I am. We'll talk to you That's, next week after. The I may victory. just pass out here in about ten minutes, I'm telling you. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, guys. All right, Coach Andy Hall and his uh, post-game comments, and we certainly appreciate him coming up and really easier tonight. Yes, and, he, and he's earned it. Pete Wilson is ready for the There are a lot of them, Pete. All right, well, let's go down them real quick. Uh, team-wise, uh, man, yards, first downs, points all over the place. 29 first downs I had for Jackson, 28 for Western Brown. Amazingly, 57 first downs between the two teams. And you wonder why there's only one punt. 74 plays for Jackson, 64 for Western Brown. I think you circle that as a key stat as you uh, as you give yourself more chances and give Western Brown fewer chances. And that's what the offense did in the second half with that ball control uh, style. Jackson ends up rushing for 321 yards on 55 trips, so 55 uh, rushes, 19 passes. Uh, so they were run heavy, especially in the second half. In the second half, I had Jackson running the ball 33 out of 36 times. And you know what? It worked. It won the game. 
where the Ironman, 321 yards rushing, 221 yards passing, even though they didn't pass as much in the second half. Some big plays in the passing game, including, of course, the touchdown that was the difference in the game that drew Wiley in the fourth quarter. Jackson chugs for 542 yards against an undefeated team. Uh, Western Brown, 108 yards rushing on 27 trips. Uh, they had 358 yards uh, in the air, so you know, got to give Mr. Novak his due. Another very good game for him. He made some passes that were highlight reel jobs. 466 total yards to them. The Ironmen do finish ahead in the total yards by about 56 yards. Jackson was 11 of 19 passing, no interceptions, and two touchdowns. Western Brown, 26 out of 37. Uh, three touchdowns, but two interceptions, including a pick six. That's Jacob Winters doing that job. One punt for Jackson for 34 yards. Western Brown was fourth and seven at their 33, but they didn't punt. I was told by their broadcast crew here that uh, the de- there isn't a punter on the team. Drew Novak will punt if he has to, but he might not do that at any down at any place, and he didn't tonight. Uh, Jackson had seven fumbles tonight. They did put the ball on the ground tonight, but only two were lost. They had no interceptions, so two turnovers. Western Brown had one fumble. Novak had it, remember, right at the beginning of the half. That was big because, remember, the game's tied, and they have a chance to take the lead finally. They didn't because they lost the ball. Uh, Also, two interceptions by uh, Novak tonight, including one in the end zone by Eli Berman that kept them from scoring, and another one that went the other way, uh, 30 yards for a touchdown by Jacob Winters. And that was caused, by, I believe, by a rush by Landon Camp. So three turnovers for Western Brown, two for Jackson. Finally, that stat is in Jackson's favor. Also, Jackson usually bothered by penalties. Yes, they did have some tonight, six penalties, 55 yards, but Western Brown had eight for 80, including a couple key ones in the second half. Uh, Cade Wolford, I tell you, if, his, if, if he's not 100%, I'll take his 80% anytime. 19 carries, 171 yards, and two touchdowns. And I tell you what, he looked like he had the old explosion on a couple of touchdown runs there. Yes, he did. Uh, And then Nolan Johnson, you talked about that sophomore growing up and really stepping up in one of the biggest games of the year. 12 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown for him. Eli Broerman, not a real big fellow, but strong, really doing the work inside. 12 carries, 54 yards. Jacob was 11 of 19 in the air for uh, 221 yards. As we said, he had uh, the touchdown to Drew Wiley, 42 yards. And he uh, had no interceptions tonight. Uh, for and uh, Jacob Wood was the leading receiver with five catches for 101 yards uh, in the game, all in the first half. As Jackson did not throw, but three times in the second half. Drew Novak, I, uh, you know, he lost tonight. He had a fumble loss and he had two interceptions, but he he is the real deal. 17 carries for 94 yards. Not afraid to run the ball. Uh, really got him some key first downs on uh, quarterback draws and scrambles. Uh, also. Uh, throwing the ball, we told you, it was 26 out of 37, three touchdowns, two interceptions. So uh, he accounts just by himself for 350 or 454 of the of Western Brown yards. Wow. Right. And uh, Chisholm, nine carries through 18 yards. He scored a couple of touchdowns on short yardage. And as we said once again, 26 out of 37 with 358 yards for Mr. Novak. I believe Mr. Fry uh, had about seven catches for about 150 yards down. He was their leading receiver. Two things, Pete, jump at me after a fabulous job there on stats. That wasn't easy. 57 first downs, 1,008 total yards offense. Wow. Well, I tell you what, would we have said at the beginning of the game that that could happen? Yeah. Yes. But it yes. was still something to see. Yeah. 
And so it was a thing of beauty. It happened in the arm and went. Yes. Exactly. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Pete. And uh, yeah, it looks like we've uh, cleaned the house out here tonight. The last uh, right. right. And, 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 and you got to say this. I mean, I know it was an offensive show, but. 35 points. You're holding Western Brown to 35. Remember what they had done coming into this. One of the few people here that are still a breathing human in the stadium is Todd Comston, sports writer for the Jackson uh, newspaper, and he is taking claim to fame. He said he predicted this win. Well, thank you, Todd. Uh, How about next week? No prediction yet? No prediction yet. Too early to tell. He All thinks right. Jackson will win. That sounds like a good deal. Okay, well, we're Full gonna, moon tonight. It was, and we talked about that in the first Yes, time. we did. We're going to say thank you to Erica all, all the way back at the station and all her help tonight. And Until next week, for Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow, this is Dan Dobbins saying so long, everyone. You've been listening to Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Jackson Iron Men Football has been brought to you by Auto and Truck Tire Center, Iron City Implements, Wagner Rental, Jackson County Health Department, Glass Garage, Holzer Health Systems, Howard Hanna Realtors, Higgins Steel Roofing, Dunaway Motorsports Garage, Infinity Insurance Solutions, Honda Suzuki Polaris KM and KO of Jackson, Red Wolf Dog Kennel, Angles Garage, General Mills Totinos, Webb's Heating and Cooling, Brian Moore Construction, Dakota's Roadhouse, Gallia Vinton Educational Service Center, Temple Fitness, Gillum Insurance, sponsor of the Player of the Game, Hothead Burritos, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pregame show, and Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of the Collision of the Game. Jackson Ironman Football has also been brought to you by Sheward Folks Insurance, Belicio Foods, Ohio Valley Bank, H&R Block of Jackson, Leella Lanes of Wellston, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Atomic Credit Union, A&A Truck Stop, Dave's Custom Butchery, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Nimco Propane, Four Winds Community, Riser Equipment, McDonald's of Jackson, Queen Bee Cleaning, Miguel Christian Salon and Day Spa, Osborne Equipment Service, Jackson County Banking Center, Darrow Insurance Agency, and Light New Cleaning. Don't miss a snap of Jackson Ironman football all season long on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media Radio app. Football Friday night in Southern Ohio has been a presentation of Total Media and Jackson County Broadcasting. Broadcasting from the Tri-City Theater Studios at the Stockmeister Plaza and around the world. Online on your smartphone or smart device, this is WKOV-FM. Oak Hill, Jackson, Wellston, and MacArthur, a Jackson County Broadcasting Station.